We love a little bit of drama around here. Secrets, affairs, backstabbing, betrayal. Prime Video has it all included. Like the new history-bending love story, My Lady Jane, and the sexy romantic new movie, The Idea of You, starring Anne Hathaway. Or add-on channels like Max for drama-filled favorites like HBO original The White Lotus. Find your happy place. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret's just-arrived collection of swim and other sun-ready silhouettes. Pack your bags with new styles from the Very Sexy Collection, like the made-to-be-seen Very Sexy Push-Up Bra and on-trend hues like green, citron, and black shine. Rewind to the future with the VS Archive Swim Collection, inspired by Victoria's Secret's classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. Plus, mix and match with their wide range of bikini tops and bottoms to find your dream suit. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. Wendy's has another sweet reason to get out of bed, the new cinnamon pull-apart. It's at Wendy's, satisfying all your sweet morning cravings with all the bakery-inspired flavors you love from Cinnabon, like sweet, warm cinnamon sugar rolled dough, the perfect ooey-gooey texture, and a little dollop of that signature cream cheese frosting. It's all served in a way that's easy to eat and easy to love. Get the best part in every single bite with Cinnabon Pull-Apart. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's. The new Cinnabon Pull-Apart. Only at participating U.S. Wendy's. St. Bonaventure Mission works to provide Navajo families with many of the things people never think about. Whether it's fresh water, clothing, or many other necessities, St. Bonaventure Mission provides support to the Eastern Navajo Reservation. The mission is often the last and best hope in their struggle to survive among poverty and hardships. So please go to this website and make your donation to St. Bonaventure. It's stbonaventuremission.org. Your donation will go a long way in providing much-needed everyday items people may take for granted. St. Bonaventure VentureMission.org. Morning. 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 And in this corner, syndicated talk radio host. Elvis Duran. Elvis Duran and the morning show. Hey, um, not to sound like a cold bitch. <laughs> Hi. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm on the radio. Well, I'm glad you're here. Across the country, millions are listening. I'm going to try and sell my underwear later. Oh gosh, I'm going to vomit. Hello, when they hear the sound of the drum. They'll be saying, oh, Lord, here they come. Hi-yo! Here we come. You've been phone tapped. Here we come. Oh, it's tequila. Hey! Here we come. Hi. Yes, Gandhi is very high. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Lord, here they come. Elvis Duran in the morning show. Well, 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 good morning. Buenos dias. Good morning. Look at that. It's Tuesday, November 8th. Is it? I'm about to give... It is, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm about to give you the big radio setup. Oh, okay. You ready? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be hokey. Are okay. you ready for the hokey radio setup? Yeah. yeah. Wait. Good morning, Gandhi. Good morning. Good morning, Froggy. Good morning. Good morning there, Producer Sam at the tip. Good morning. Good morning, Scotty B and Master Control. Hi. There's Danielle. Good morning. Good morning. And there's uh, there's Scary. Good morning. Good morning. Straight Nate. Wait till the end. What was the end? And there's Diamond. Hi, Diamond. Good morning. Good morning. Garrett's walking around. All right, are you ready for the great radio setup? Yes. <clears throat> yes. <clears throat> All right. Oh! <laughs> On Sunday morning when you woke up, did you ask yourself a question? <laughs> it could have been this one. If I could <laughs> Come on, Cher. If I could Let me ask her. If I could What's your grandmother doing tonight? <laughs> Asked Cher. 
Not a 30-year-old, that's for sure. Yeah, so Cher is dating. How old is she? How old is he? I got to look up the exact age yeah. difference. I just know that there's a four, there's a 40-year age difference. I don't know how old each of them is. Good for them. God bless it, man. Yeah. I mean, seriously. He's a sketch ball, though. What? He's Amber Rose's second baby daddy. Okay. Cheated on her left and right. He found happiness with Cher. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. I buy it. I buy it. You know what? Because I'm the optimist. You're the pessimist. I think he's trying to get in on a will or something. So she's 76 (laughs) and he's 36. Okay. Yep. Okay. They look... (laughs) Can I just say... She looks so good. She looks incredible. I, doesn't look like there's much of an age difference there. Well, no, she looks good because she's happy. She's being banged by a 16-year-old. Damn, right? <laughs> or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> 40. How old is he? 40? 36. 76, 36. Okay, whatever. Yeah. Anyway, so you go share. Yeah. And by share. the way, people are saying exactly what Gandhi said. Thank we're you. like, what are his intentions? And Cher's like, uh, hello, I wasn't born yesterday. Yeah. If she wasn't, that's I the point. I what are her, her intentions? I bet she just won't play around. Good. <laughs> She wants to have fun. I like Let that intention. Yeah. I just, you know what? Stop it. You know what? The reason why I'm a little sensitive is because there is a 16-year age gap in, in my relationship, and I used to get hell for that. That's not 40. 16 is doable. 40 is a little outrageous, especially he's, with a sketch ball. He's 36 years old, Condi. In my ball. head, though, like I'm like, if that was my kid, and then I go, yeah, but it's Cher. What, if Cher's your yeah. kid? <laughs> no, the, the guy. But I'm like, I guess, you know, my mom be excited if one of us brought home Cher. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I think she'd be happy. I think they look happy. Yeah, I don't they think do. anyone's worried about him. God. <laughs> worried about her. I have a list of things you should be worrying about, and Cher is not on the list. <laughs> anyway, welcome to Tuesday. Hi, Travis. Welcome to Tuesday to you, too. What's going on, Travis? Hello, lady. Hello, lady. You know, Uncle Johnny is going to uh, grace us with his presence on Thursday. We're kind of excited about that. Oh, that's awesome. Anyway, so your your birthday was two weeks ago, and you're still celebrating. Are you still in some sort of celebratory fog? What are you doing, Travis? Oh, yes, sir. We're, we've been celebrating it the past couple of weeks with work and life and everything. We've been wrapped up, but my girlfriend and I and her kids finally got to celebrate it this past weekend, and there's no better way I can think to end the celebration than to talk with you guys here. Oh, don't, no, 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 no. Don't let us be the celebration ender. <laughs> Seriously. You know what? It, a lot of people were celebrating Halloween this past weekend, too. People are extending their celebrations, and there's nothing wrong. This is very true, and I've been extending the Halloween candy, that's for sure. <laughs> well, the, Halloween, yeah, yep. the Halloween candy has been extending me, <laughs> to be honest. All of us. Hey, um, what do you think about Cher? <laughs> how, old is, how old is she again? She's, she's 76. And yeah. he's 36. 36. Is yeah. that okay with you? I mean, there's an old Trace Adkins song called Mary for Money, so hey, why not? <laughs> if she marries him, I'm showing up to object. Well, how, mu- how much is he worth? <laughs> well, anyway, hey, uh, Travis, thank you for uh, quoting Trace Adkins or whatever. I mean, that's kind of fabulous. I hope you have a great day. And I don't think you should stop celebrating your birthday. I think you should continue the celebration, Travis. Yeah. Well, who knows? I might make it a whole year. You only turn 31. Do it. Yeah. Do it. Dirty 30. Hey, what do you have for uh, our friend Travis? Well, since it's his 30th birthday, it's a big day. How about a $250 cash gift card? Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. You can spend it anywhere you want. Hey, thank you, guys. Hey, did you uh, did you buy a ticket for last night's uh, $2 billion or whatever uh, lottery? 
I did, and I'm still waiting, just like the rest of America, to see who won. Yeah, we are, too. We are, too, Travis. I hope you do. That'd be a great birthday gift for you. Uh, Hold hold on a second. (laughs) Yes, it would. Stupid thing to say, wasn't it? (laughs) Hold on one second. All right, well, with that and other things, the three things we need to know from Gandhi, what's going on today? All right, control of the House and Senate up for grabs, and these midterms are happening today, but there are also plenty of important ballot measures. California, Michigan, Vermont, Kentucky, Montana, all have measures that would either limit access to abortion or establish it as a right. Alabama, Louisiana, Vermont, Oregon, and Tennessee have initiatives that would remove language in their constitutions that still allow for some forms of slavery. In Ohio, there's an initiative to bar local governments from allowing non-citizens to vote. A Colorado proposal would allow the consumption of psychedelics for medical purposes. So make some time to get out and vote. Some states require employers to give time off. So double check. The United Nations Secretary General says the planet is losing the fight against climate change. Today, the recent or during the recent summit in Egypt, he said greenhouse gas emissions and global temperatures continue to rise, pushing the planet toward a tipping point that will make climate chaos irreversible. He went on to say plans to hit the goals laid out in the Paris Climate Agreement are on life support and urged G20 countries to accelerate plans to decarbonize, calling for a phase out of coal worldwide by the year 2040. And finally, we're all waiting. Yesterday's highly anticipated Powerball drawing is being delayed due to some technical issues. Officials say a participating lottery needed extra time to complete the required security protocols, which apparently mean one lottery needs more time to process its sales. Winning numbers will be posted as soon as they're available. The jackpot is a record $1.9 billion. Cash option, $929 million. Of course, there's a security concern. Can we just hurry and get to that, please? <laughs> I know. This is very American Idol where it's like, and the winner is. Exactly. All right. And those are your three things. Thank you, Gandhi. You ready for Tuesday? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I got to go home. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. The holidays are almost here. Are you ready? You will be if you use HelloFresh. HelloFresh delivers delicious recipes and ingredients right to your door. Get started today at HelloFresh.com slash Elvis for 65% off plus free shipping. And the morning show. All right, okay, I need to interject. We're having some problems. Do I need to be the uh, the the, uh, the peacemaker today? Uh-oh. Always. All right, so what just happened last, uh, downstairs at the coffee cart? There was some douchebag at our lovely Mustafa's coffee cart. And I controlled myself. I didn't even say anything. But okay, he, what did the douchebag do? He go. He went up to order a breakfast sandwich. And typically you order and you step to the side while Mustafa does his thing. He ordered and then he wouldn't step to the side. He said, I'm going to stand here the whole time. Because if I step to the side, you get distracted, talk to other people. And then it takes forever. A hundred people come by and I don't ever get my sandwich. So then Mustafa saw me and, you know, we see him every day. Right. He's always so sweet. And he was still being very sweet to this man. He said, oh, she's a VIP. When I see her, I give her her coffee. No problem. I love her. He said, there could be 100 people. I'll give her her coffee. This guy said, listen to me. If you ever do that to me, I'll never come back. <laughs> oh, wow. goodbye. Get oh. out of here. I, th- I feel like he also, he knows what we want. Yeah. So he knows what we order. We order the same thing every day. And he kind of just like, while he's making the egg, he gets it right. Well, no, but how rude that guy treats our guy. I ew. Know. Just ew. 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 And Mustafa ew. will just smile and yes. let it go right on past him. Yeah. So That's how sweet. he is. I know. Look at us. We're, we're doing all the bitching and moaning <laughs> I for, know. And I was like, him. you know what? If Mustafa wasn't being so sweet to this guy, I would be like, why don't you shut the up? But I didn't. Because I yeah. was like, that'll make Mustafa feel weird and then put him in a weird spot. Yeah. So yeah. I'm not going to do yeah. it. But ew, sir, if you hear this, get a life. Well, I doubt he listens because <laughs> no. you know, we're, we're trying to slowly 
systematically uh, delete all the a-holes from listening to our show. Maybe you already... Yeah, what's scary? There's something to be said for being a regular at a place. There's this one bar in town that all I have to do and is go into the bar. They can be four deep waiting for drinks, make eye contact. My drink is made. Because the, I get to do that because I have that relationship with that specific bar. There's nothing wrong with that. So God, Okay, exactly. Your point made, and yeah, I get that. You're fine. But the thing is, is he starts to cook the guy's sandwich right. yeah. when the guy orders it. Yeah. But he can't just... I mean, it has to cook. There's, right. There's a... A lapse of time there. Right, so you have some some time to do other things in between. You could like, make a cup of coffee. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and yeah. for the record, I was waiting in line. I didn't even try to walk up to the front. There were a couple people, but he was just joking around, like, trying to be playful and yeah. keep the mood light with this idiot. Yeah. You know what? Let's not let these little a-holes ruin our day. No, no. we will not. I will not let a-holes ruin my day. Do you hear that, Nate? <laughs> I heard that. All right. Just wait, is that Wait, is that a hint? <laughs> not at all. <laughs> anyway, well, welcome to Tuesday. I am in such a giddy little nipple-hardening mood today. Mm. Mo Rocca is coming in. Now, if you know who Mo Rocca is, then you are as in love with him as I am. Mo Rocca is one of those fascinating journalists I've ever, ever come across on uh, on TV and also his his podcast, Mobituaries. Yeah. And I got his book in the back. Need to get that autograph. <laughs> He's just fascinating. He's such a student of history, and he has this way of weaving in historical figures into and their stories into today. These people are dead. The obituary people, right? Yeah. But he says, well, wait, you, let's not forget them. They are the reason why we enjoy this, this, and this in life. And it's, he's fascinating. And you learn about people that maybe you would know nothing about. And you'd be like, they did what? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I this is like an old-timey word, but I'm going to use it anyway because it really, truly applies. He is a, an amazing broadcaster. Now, you may not know what that word means, but it's someone, in my opinion, who can take this digital, electronic, whatever medium and turn it into a thing you can touch and feel and smell and experience. And he's just great. Mo Rocca on the show. Yeah! Yeah! When's he here? Is he here yet? He's here in about an hour and a half. I Elvis. can't wait that long. He needs to come in now. <laughs> okay, I'll go get him. I know he lives. He lives up in the village. He mm-hmm. can just get on the train and come on down. Stop off at uh, the cart. Yell at some people. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what kind of yell what laugh was that? That was good. You, it was a callback, right, Scary? Mm. That's right. We call that the reach around. Oh God. Hey, um, let's get into the horoscopes with Sam. You know the horoscopes actually sort of mean something today because we're all. We were all, some of us anyway, trying to see the lunar eclipse this morning. Yeah, we all, saw it. All things lunar and stars. Mm-hmm. I couldn't see it because, well, I live in a city full of skyscrapers. Oh, that'll get you every time. Yeah. It was beautiful. It was like a reddish, because it's a blood moon and a lunar eclipse together. So it was a reddish hue to it, red orange. And it was, when we saw it, the it wasn't completely covered. It was sort of moving a little bit. So there was just a sliver that we saw. It was beautiful. Slivers is all you need? Yeah. Slivers. It's a good nickname. <laughs> Drag name? Well, no, like in an old seedy mob bar. Slivers <laughs> sounds like a pirate, too. <laughs> exactly. Ah, uh, shiver me timbers. It sounds like an Ed Sheeran song, Slivers. That's his next song, Slivers. Slivers is so universal. Let's go. Who are you doing them with? I want to do them with Scotty B because he brought his dog in today. Yeah. Okay, Scotty B, 
because yeah. he brought his dog in. Oh, I've, already, I've already angered so many people with you him. You really have. No, he's so perfect. Anyway. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> All right, if it's your birthday today, you celebrate it with Gordon Ramsay and SZA. Capricorn. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? I want to have breakfast with Gordon Ramsay and SZA. <laughs> Capricorn, plan an adventure to get you out of the house and back into nature. Your day is a seven. Aquarius, don't be afraid to assert yourself in a meeting. People are open to hearing your side of the story. Your day's a ten. Pisces, those with small minds will only bring you down. Move on from the negativity. Your day is a nine. Hey, Aries, focus on connecting with and caring for your feelings. Your day's an eight. Taurus, break free from plans that are not worth your while. Your day is an eight. Hey, Gemini, be ready for a shift in your schedule. Don't freak out. Instead, take it as a sign as it was not meant to be. Your day's a six. Cancer, an unusual idea could spark your creativity in new and exciting ways. Your day is a seven. Leo, you're the most focused you've been all year. Use this to set your intentions for 2023. Getting a jump on that. Your day's a nine. Virgo, a late invite is not worth your time, attention, or energy. Learn to move on. Your day is a six. Libra, you're in the market for creating new and exciting relationships that will last you a lifetime. Your day's an eight. Scorpio, a new approach to a familiar problem could be just the fix finally to nip it in the bud. Your day is a nine. And finally, Sagittarius, don't put yourself in just one box. Be open and fluid with all that can happen. Your day's a five, and those are your Tuesday morning horoscopes. Excellent. I can't really say what it is because it's it doesn't matter. I just received some some kick-ass great news on my on my oh, uh, nice. on my iPhone. That's awesome. Did that go along with his horoscope? Was he going to get good what news? What was Leo? Let's I see. was too busy reading my good news to hear my horoscope. Oh yeah, is it? Does it relate to 2023? Because it says you're the most focused you've been all year. So use this to set your intentions and your days and nine. It's sort of in a weird way. Okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, oh that yeah. pizza smells good. It really does. You know, I love it's, it. Danielle is the, the culprit here. She always loves it. She loves me and licks my face when I bring. <laughs> Pizza in. And he brings it from different places, so we get to experience all these different cool pizza places. Yeah, Santa. This morning's pizza is from the world-famous Arturo's. Oh. Arturo's in the village. You know, I've known Lisa and her family since, I mean, I was younger. Mm. And uh, I, I had him deliver this pie yesterday. Well, is there any mm. left? Because Scary's already been in there. I just, took, I just took one slice and I made another for someone else. <laughs> Here, start eating on it. I will. Yeah, but everybody, I'm only brought oh. one pie today. Usually I bring like okay. eight yeah, yeah, yeah. pies. Yeah, when we saw you walking down the uh, street with only one pie, we didn't <laughs> recognize you. <laughs> Our <laughs> security guard downstairs said, hey, Elvis came in with a box yeah. of pizza. I, I know. Like, yeah. yeah, but you know, I think it's like one slice per person. Great. Yeah, that's if, okay. If even that. That's good. Uh, all right, thank you for the, the uh, whatever we just did. Danielle is chewing when I need her attention. Oh, hold on. All right. <laughs> it's okay. Danielle's report is on the way. Elvis Duran Morning Show On Demand. Miss part of today's show? Re-listen with Elvis Duran On Demand. The entire show uploaded every day. Only on the iHeartRadio app. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Come on. Wake up. Wake up. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. I'm sorry. I, I, I can't handle this mustache anymore. <laughs> Your mustache is an illusion. It's fascinating. When I'm up close, I can see it. When I walk to the end of the room, it vanishes. Yes. You know what's so funny? I didn't have my glasses on in the elevator with you this morning, and I didn't see it. And then when I put my glasses on, I'm like, whoo, there it is. I don't like it. As a matter of fact, when I went on my hour walk in the in the city yesterday, I mm-hmm. was I was running for the shadows. <laughs> I was hiding. I was hiding behind trees. Mm. I don't want anyone to see my mustache. And when I do, I... If I actually have a conversation with someone, and I said this yesterday, I stop down and go, by the way, it's Movember. It's all about men's <laughs> cancer and men's health. That's why I'm wearing this mustache. It's gross, right? <laughs> 
Because it is. I don't it, think it's gross. It's gross. Yeah. I, I don't look, I look like someone totally different. I look like a drunk Disney, like I said. You do but look like a Walt you're, Disney. You're in the growth phase. Like in, in three weeks, you're going to have that soup strainer action. You're going to have food caught in it. It's going to be great. You're, you're going to look fantastic. Ugh, that sounds gross. disgusting. Soup strainer. Oh, soup strainer. <laughs> hey, where's Froggy? Oh, he's having computer issues. Oh no, I miss yeah. Froggy. Yeah, about to hit. They're about to be hit by a tropical storm. Uh, 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 Nicole. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Florida is about to get it. I heard that this weekend we might be getting some crazy stuff too. Up right? here in New York, is it because of that? I don't know. Wrong uh, scare? No. Yeah. No. Hey, by the way, lots to cover. Uh, I don't know if you saw the lunar eclipse this morning. We're going to talk to our friend Karina in a second about that. Uh, thanks to our friends at Kinder, we gave our first caller of the day, Travis, $250 to spend any way he wants. Mm. Let's talk about Kinder, shall we? Another year where Kinder is going to be at the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, mm -hmm. and you and your family can be there, yep. thanks to our friends at Kinder. I have been there, like this will be my second year going with them. It is the most unbelievable thing you will ever experience. You sit there, and you know, I'm a New Yorker, I've been here my whole life, but I've never... It was, watch the parade like this and I'm sitting there and I'm like am I really here like this is this is crazy you're at Macy's before anybody's in the store it's like it's just it's the most insane feeling and you're gonna love it well Kinder is gonna make it possible for you and three others so a, a trip for four mm -hmm. your family of four or family of friends uh, round trip airfare to New York City three nights hotel accommodations $500 to spend while you're here Ooh. that'll go fast yeah. and uh, tickets to the Uptown Grandstand at the 96th Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade so really cool. cool it's so cool of course Kinder known for helping families share simple moments together it's so cool so thanks to Kinder go to uh, ElvisDuran.com thank you go to ElvisDuran.com and enter to win this once in a lifetime uh, opportunity thanks to Kinder. You can yeah. come to the Thanksgiving uh, parade. It's the balloons, you know, the big balloons <laughs> yes. are so close and they're so much bigger in person. It's like so cool to see. Love it. It's it awesome. is cool. Yeah. It is cool. I love watching it on TV at my house. Yes. Nope. Hey, uh, good morning. Uh, is this Kareen? Am I saying your name correctly, Kareen? Yes. Hi. Well, hello, Kareen. Welcome to the show. I'm uh, Look, you know. I'm like, I'm shaking like in my car. I'm like, it's crazy. Are you shaking it? Don't oh. bother so like, knocking if no. this car's a shaking. No, what? <laughs> no, no, no. Does it, stop, does it match? No. It's like, it's crazy. I'm talking to you guys. I'm like, oh my God. Well, thank you, Corrine. You're making me blush. Now, question. Did you actually get up early enough to see the lunar eclipse this morning? Yes. My alarm went off at four. I got up. A quick breakfast, showered, and was in the street maybe at 4.30 to see the, the, the eclipse. It was gorgeous. It was wow. fabulous. Well, being in West New York, New Jersey, you uh, what was what was it you saw at 4.30 a.m.? Because everyone saw different things depending so it, on where they were. Like I woke up, it was like that big ball white in the sky, like no cloud. And then little by little, you could see that little like black sliver just eating away at the moon. And then as it was doing that, it was getting that like... Reddish. I'm still in an urban area, so it was not that it. Oh my god! It's just like I love the moon. I'm sorry. I'm kind of a moon freak. <laughs> nice. No, I love that. You know, you you and Gandhi have that in common. You're both science geeks, yeah. right? You love. It's not. It's already moon. science. It's like I don't know. A colleague one day just she's like a super moon freak, and now just I can't keep my eyes off of it. Even when I'm driving, sometimes I come on eyes on the road. <laughs> Wow. But, know, isn't it isn't it romantic how we are so so pulled into all things 
moon, yeah. lunar. Mm-hmm. That moon, that moon is more than just a rock in the sky. That thing has power. It's got, it's got energy, right? It does. It has gravitational yeah, yeah. pull. It gravitational pull. It affects the tide. It affects people's periods. It affects the mood at the ER. It does yeah. all true. kinds of things. That's true. God, back when I had my periods, I know. I, that moon was a enemy. <laughs> Thank God for menopause. Well, Corrine, I'm glad you got to experience it. Unfortunately, I live in New York City, and I had buildings in my way. So, mm. anyway. now I have like a gorgeous view, so I was able to see it on the uh, west side, and then as it disappeared around, I don't know, six. Then the sunset was rising over New York. So, oh my God! So you, cool. One of those morning, and I'm getting to talk to you guys. Oh, it's well, like it's the perfect and I day. love, oh I God. love Kareen. You know, and you've Aww. got a, you've got a full, fun, festive day ahead of you. I'm gonna make a, may I make a date with you? Oh my God! Sure. Okay, here's the Come date. On. Tomorrow, I, are we gonna have a moon tonight? It won't be a, an eclipsed moon. No, but, but it'll be yeah, it's a big moon tonight. Yeah. I want you to go outside. And I want you to look up at the moon, and I'm going to go outside and look at that very same moon. And you and I, you and I, are going to be watching the same moon tonight. Aww. I can't wait. That's a day, Davis. I can't <laughs> wait. I can't wait to be watching the moon with you, Kareen. Thank you for listening. Have a most beautiful day. Okay. Thank you, guys. Have a great day. Thank you so you much. You too. I love that she loves the moon. Yeah, it's so cool. It's true. It was beautiful. There have been times in life where I've been around the world and away from Alex or friends that I really, truly love, and I'll actually text them, hey, go look at the moon. I'm looking at the same moon as you right now, and we're having a little date. That is a, that's a Bruno Mars song. Too. It, it is. <laughs> it is a Bruno Mars is, song. Danielle, what are you working on today? All right, well, we have a new People magazine, Sexiest Man Alive. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. It's Chris Evans. All right. Yes. That's a good one. Yes, it's definitely a good one. He was admitting that, you know, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I don't know. If someone named you the Sexiest Man Alive, I don't know. Do you... Do you do you like accept it? Do you say, yeah, that's right, I am. Or yeah. yeah, are I mean, you humble about it? You can only take it so serious. I guess. Right? You both. Yeah, I guess. I guess. I mean, um, except for Nate. Nate would be like, yo. <laughs> Can't believe it took so long. That's I'm right. still trying to win it myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> Elon Musk is postponing his plan to charge Twitter user $7.99 a month for that blue check because he thought it would be a problem with today's midterm elections. He said that he doesn't want to influence anyone. Please. If you see the blue check on somebody's thing, you might think that that person has more influence than another person. And so he wanted to wait. So I think I, I heard he's only postponing it until tomorrow. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. Takeoff's funeral is set for this coming Friday. It will be the big State Farm Arena in Atlanta, home of the Atlanta Hawks, uh, and it can host 20,000 people. Services begin at 1 p.m., and it will be um, it will be led by Reverend Jesse Kearney, who actually is somebody who Takeoff has known since he was 10 years old, because Takeoff was actually part of the service, and he said he's just always been such a fantastic member. So yeah, it's going to be sad. Very sad. Buster Rhymes has a brand new project arriving later this month. He took to Instagram to announce it. He says it's called The Fuse is Lit, and it will be coming out Friday, November 11th, a brand new EP, so he's excited about that one. Jimmy Kimmel will be hosting the Oscars. His last appearance hosting was five years ago. This will be his third time as host. The Oscars are going down March 12th, and can you believe, like, Billy Crystal hosted the Oscars nine times, and Bob Hope he hosted 11 times. Wow. Whoa. That's a lot. That's crazy. The Watcher has been renewed for a second season over on Netflix. And our girl Kelly Clarkson will be around through 2025. Thank you. Thank you for my phone. <laughs> I left it in the car. Someone just brought it to me. Okay. More information coming out about Aaron Carter's death. So, oh. 
I know a lot of people thought he was suffering with an addiction to huffing uh, compressed air. Well, investigators did find a lot of compressed air in his apartment or in his house, bathroom, the bedroom, as well as prescription pills. But they did an autopsy. They said, as of right now, they still can't tell exactly what happened to him. But how sad is this? He's been working on new music. He's so proud of that new music. And he was hoping that this new music would have helped mend the relationship he had with his brother, Nick Carter. So it's just... I had heard that they were sort of on the mend already. Yeah, so... Is that true? Did you hear that, Frog? Um, I don't really want to... Give any information Nick has given Okay, good to have you here. Thanks yeah. for your input. Sorry <laughs> but, about that. I just don't. I just don't think it's nice to do that. He, I, I mean, they were trying. I yeah. don't know how far along they had gotten, but I know Nick did very much so want to repair that relationship yeah. and good. was doing all he could. And I'm, saw- glad, and I'm glad to hear that because people are giving Nick hell. Yeah, you know, no. and they should. They, so you shouldn't crazy. do that. And if you, he if was you, doing all he could to save if it. you watch this live stream that Aaron actually did in it, he says recently, you know, I love my brother. I always have your back. Something like that. So, you know, it's just, it's just really sad. Uh, the resident monarch. The midterm election coverage is going down tonight, so you might not see your favorites because you might be, you know, going around and they may just, hey, this is who's winning. You know how it works. Anyway, that's my Danielle report. Watch Netflix. <laughs> How did you last this long without your phone? I know. So I knew it was in the car. Thank you to Chris for getting it for me. Um, so I was fine. I mean, I, I, I'm not like scary where I have to have it attached to me every five seconds. I'm, I'm actually okay putting it over there. Wow. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Impressed. Oh, thank you. Is this day happening? <laughs> Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Wendy's $5 Biggie Bag. It's a deal worth celebrating. Your choice of a double stack, junior bacon cheeseburger, or crispy chicken BLT, plus four-piece nugs, small fries, and a small drink, all for 5 bucks At Wendy's, U.S. price and participation may vary. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. Wow. Maybe a little less than an hour from a visit from Mo Rocca. Nice. I get so excited. I just, you know what? If you're not really truly familiar with Mo Rocca, you should be. Go do a search for Mo Rocca, spelling M O R O C C A. It's also Movember. Mm-hmm. It's, oh. it's 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 his month. Oh, it's his month. Oh, it is. Think about that um, until I, now. I gotta shave this mustache off no. before he gets here. I look like a total creep. No, stop. I don't think it's creepy. It's very creepy. I don't look like me. You I look don't like, look like you. I don't. I want to look like me. Yes, but here's the thing. Isn't this whole month about kind of like not looking like you, like just like doing it and not caring what you look well, like? There is a the message. Cause? There is a message. Right. There is a cause. Yeah. And it's very dear to my heart because right. of the things that are going on in my life. Yeah. And in my husband's life. Right. Absolutely. But so I was thinking today, well, what if I just shaved it off and started over? Oh, you could do that. I guess. Well, no, then I'm not. I'm not. Being, being right. a part, I'm not being a part of Movember then. Aren't you waiting for the beard to catch up with the stash? I'm hoping that evens it out. Yeah, I think that. What was, I feel like the like Nate and um, Garrett look great when they have both. I think it looks yeah. so good. Well, they do. They do, but I yeah. don't. I don't. I don't look good. What's scary? There's an entire art to the mustache. From from what I understand, you could buy wax for it, oils. You could do all kinds of grooming techniques to it. You know, okay, well, I'm going to get to work on that. <laughs> Maybe your mustache will come in so great and so full, you'll be like, this is my new look for the next 20 years. There's people like that. They grow the mustache and they've had it for 40 years. Nope. I think you look good with it. December 1, baby. <laughs> yeah, I don't need that. Oh, it's very Indian uncle of you. I like it. Any uncle. <laughs> I do look like an, an Indian uncle. A little bit. 
I mean, do you have uncles that have the same mustache? <laughs> I do. Actually. <laughs> I oh, my God. <laughs> well, no, actually, I love that. It gives, <laughs> at least it gives you, unless you have like a creepy uncle. It, no, I'm always like, why do you have just a mustache? What is that? Get rid of just the mustache. We oh. can go goatee, beard, whatever. God. Last night, you know, I, I wanted to watch some TV, whatever, and I just got stuck in TikTok hell. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. <sighs> love it. You know, and I, I love sharing. Do you get Do you get tired of me sending you so many videos? No, I love it, and because you know me so well at this point that you know exactly what I want to see, and there's stuff that I miss all the time because I'm not on it all the time. Yeah, I send I send Gandhi all sorts of things. I think the the thread between you and I is one of my favorites. Yeah, because <laughs> it no. goes from like a dog watching a sunset to a bunch of naked dancing cowboys. Exactly. <laughs> hey, so what was it you you were telling me about the difference between? China and the U.S. as far as TikTok goes. Yeah, so 60 Minutes did an interesting special on TikTok and how different they are. And in China, where TikTok was created, they have all of these safety parameters in place for the kids. So the content is only educational. You can look through museums. You can look at other countries, check out art, all kinds of stuff like that. And it's limited to 40 minutes a day. They cannot consume more than 40 minutes a day. Now, yes, I know it's China and they have a lot of things that we don't like that we wouldn't want. But then when they ship TikTok over here, none of that stuff exists. So basically they were saying TikTok in China, they've provided the spinach version of TikTok to their kids and they've shipped out the heroin to everybody else. Wow. Yeah. It's interesting. Versus mm-hmm. heroin. Yep. <laughs> what a combo. And there are controls that, you know, parents can put on and people can do, but they're not doing it. And the content is all over the place with people consuming things that they should or probably shouldn't consume when they're little. And they were saying that it really has created so much more division within moderate people because all of these videos that you're watching are so skewed in one direction or the other and they make it look so passionate. And when you spend all day on these apps, you're just taking in all of this information that isn't even accurate and it's rotting your brain. And it was fascinating. Wow. Yeah. Why are you shaking your head over there, Scotty? Yeah. Oh, well, because my daughter is here with us today. She doesn't have school. And mm-hmm. as soon as you said all they get is 40 minutes, she was like, whatever. <laughs> 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 I mean, we, we, we limit it to two hours. And, and I think that's too much. That's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. but the, the kids are on it all day and night and it consumes them. Right. I know, but I love the video from that guy that never wears underwear and jumps up and down. <laughs> In his, in his gray flannel, his gray uh, sweats uh, pants. The sweatpants? Yeah. That's my TikTok all day. Wait, wait, the, the guy with the squirrel? No. Oh, because he's definitely not just showing us a squirrel. No, no, no. This is, no. <laughs> no. Okay. no, this is a guy. Doesn't wear underwear, but he wears his gray uh, okay. sweatpants. He knows what he's doing. Of course they do. Is that TikTok <laughs> or Dick Doc? Uh, yeah, both. It might be Dick Doc. See, okay. in my house, it's YouTube. YouTube is the one that they're always on. Uh, see, YouTube's... I love you. YouTube. I, I go there for music. Yeah. I think it's the best. See, they, I think my kids are like soccer. Like they want to see all the new soccer tricks and this and that. And you know. Yeah, I love you. I think I it kind of all. all goes hand in hand. Instagram, TikTok, yeah. YouTube. It's all social media that we're just consuming all day, every day. If you look at your screen time. Yeah. Woo. I know. Hey, are you guys still kind of dragging over the time change? Yep. Yeah. yeah. You know, see, here's the thing. There's a misconception out there that, well, we gained an hour. Therefore, you should feel better rested. No. No. It, it it changes your clock, and then you sit there, and it gets so it gets dark earlier, and then I and I and I get I'm like, wait, what time? I'm so confused. I get so confused because it's so dark. Well, you know, I mean, like I said, we were talking about yesterday, the daylight, the natural daylight, is what sets your internal clock, and if, when you shift it like that, you totally go into yeah. shock. 
I know you guys are going to hate me for this. We hate I, you for many reasons. For many other reasons, but specifically for this one. I don't feel anything. With daylight saving time, it doesn't do anything to me one way or another. Wow, good for you. I feel like this time around for you, you were in LA when it was all going down, so you were messed up already, yeah. so I don't know. But I just <laughs> never notice it. It's never... The thing that I do notice, like Elvis said, is in the evening... The lack of sunlight, sure, I don't like it, but I don't ever feel like, oh, oh, this is tough. I'm yeah. dragging with it. We're we're trying to figure out why we're dragging because we got an extra hour. Well, it's because you got an extra hour. We <laughs> move the time. That's why you're dragging. So if you're still feeling a little drowsy, I read that this morning. This this morning, the good news is they're saying that we should feel adjusted to daylight saving shift by seven o'clock tonight. Oh, okay, oh. okay, right. And all kinds of things go up at this time, right? Heart attacks, they say, car accidents, all all different. Is it this know. time or when we move forward? I, I don't know. I, I thought I, it was both. Both. Because it, it your body rhythm is off. Yeah, it changes everything. So they're saying hopefully by 7 tonight. Mm. So I guess in other words, if you're still struggling tomorrow, you're weak. Yeah. Maybe you're coming down with something. If <laughs> you're still struggling tomorrow. Anyway, do, you, do we hope that they pass that? Are they kind of close to passing it in the house where we can just ignore it altogether? It's up in the air. Some people say it's not going to pass. Other people say it definitely is. If it doesn't, then it can go to the states and the 19 states supposedly are going to be okay with it. So who knows? Right. We'll see when it when it actually I, and, happens. Yeah, don't they say that it's going to be, yeah, depending where you live? Yeah, it's, okay. we need more things to be confused about. There is that one little sliver in Arizona that doesn't, they don't change time ever. Right. Oh, yeah. Huh. What, I mean, we should look at them, for example. Yeah, I lived in Arizona for a while. They everything just stays. Your clocks stay, and all the TV stuff. Do you go through the trauma of? No. Okay. Exactly. No, it's great. Okay. Huh. Once again, the Arizonians, whatever they are. Yeah. Arizonans. Arizonans, I believe. Arizonaites. I like Arizonites. By the way, yeah. Nate and I are doing the old man thing. Other than me having this old man mustache for November, we're. <laughs> Eating a slice of pizza while drinking coffee. Yeah. It There's just no other like option a, in the morning. It's, it's an old man in the diner. <laughs> I got to say, it's pretty great. Like, you look at it when you're younger and say, how can anybody do that? But, now, oh, I crave it. Yeah. Every, mm. every cup of Sanka with my pizza. <laughs> and a newspaper. Let's go. Yeah, I got to take my dad. Remember when Gray T would work here? Gray T did the same thing my dad would do. He would take that paper and go into the bathroom and sit there for like an hour. Oh. And he'd open that door and be oh. like, oh, God, Dad. Oh. <laughs> and then he'd go, do you want to read the paper? No! No, no, no. no. I don't want to touch that paper. So you got your shardicles all over it. <laughs> There's that noise. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> all right, let's go. Uh, the three things we need to know from Gandhi. All right. What's going on? The antiviral drug Paxlovid reduces the risk of long COVID, according to a new study. Researchers at the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs analyzed the records of more than 56,000 vets who had contracted COVID. They found that those who had been treated with the drug had a 26% lower risk of developing such long COVID conditions like heart disease, fatigue, liver and kidney disease, and muscle pain as well. We know today's a big day. 
midterm elections happening. Control of the House and Senate up for grabs. Lots of other important ballot measures as well. Abortion is on the ticket in California, Michigan, Vermont, Kentucky, and Montana. In Alabama, Louisiana, Vermont, Oregon, and Tennessee, there are initiatives that would remove language in their constitutions that still allow for some form of slavery. In Ohio, an initiative to bar local governments from allowing non-citizens to vote. A Colorado proposal would allow the consumption of psychedelics for medical purposes. So today is the day if you can get out and vote. Some states do require employers to give employees time to go do that. So double check. And finally, no winners and no losers in last night's Powerball yet because it hasn't happened. The drawing was delayed due to some technical issues. Officials say that participating lotteries needed extra time to complete the required security protocol. Apparently, some participating lotteries need more time to process sales. Winning numbers will be posted as soon as they are available. That jackpot is up to $1.9 billion. And those are your three things. Bring it. I've already spent it. (laughs) Oh, God. On what? The pizza you got us? Yes. Yes. And other things. Hey, um, the free crap phone tap is on the way in a little bit. Have you figured out what crap we're going to give away today as we clean out our studios? Um, I found an old jingle ball guitar from like 10 years ago. Oh. So, I mean, it's kind of cool. And also an Elvis Duran 25th anniversary jersey I found in the back closet. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Really? Those are actually good Those things. Those are cool it's things not today. Crap. I'm never, I'm never, yeah. These you want are crap? Well, I don't know. Yeah, it's crap. If it has to go, it's crap. Okay. All right. <laughs> Hang on. We're giving away crap. Good morning to everyone. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. All right. Something smells good. I don't know if I'm having a stroke or so. I smell oh. something really good. I don't know. Oh. Is, is that one of the signs of having a stroke? Like, uh, did you, when you had your strokes, did you smell something weird, Nate? <laughs> did not no. smell anything weird. Like, raise your hands and smile. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm no, I didn't smell anything weird. <clears throat> I know a heart attack, uh, you can smell burnt toast, if I remember correctly. Burnt toast? Mm. Burnt toast. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, it does smell good. It does. It smells like yeah. garlic. or yeah. It could be our pizza. Somebody oh, could yeah. have burnt the pizza extra. Well, you know, we, we have a guest coming in. Can we not burn pizza right now? Well, that's not a bad smell. We've had some bad smells. Remember you got the shrimp that time? Ooh. That yeah. was pretty stanky. Oh, the was one it? time Danielle and I got soup, you guys were livid. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Was that time that, that, oh, Scotty B brought in pasta that had oh, seafood yeah. in it the night before. Yeah, but didn't the have seafood it. pasta. It didn't even have seafood still in it, but it still stunk like the ocean. You want me to go get some shrimp? No. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Diner tuna. All right, so are we are we done with like smelling up the studio? I can light a candle. Hang on. So uh, again, Mo Rocca is on the way. We have everyone on the show. We have the biggest entertainers in the entertainment business, the singers and and movie stars and actors, whatever. Mo Rocca, I'm so excited about because he really makes you think when you hear his work. Of course, Mobituaries is his podcast that's doing really well on the iHeart Network and other places you get your podcasts. You can also see him from time to time on CBS Sunday Morning, my favorite show. Mm-hmm. He tells stories about history, people that really changed the world, and maybe we should learn about them. I love it. You'll see. He'll be in here in uh, 30 minutes. I wonder how he picks the people that he's going to like do stories on. Ask him. He's on his yeah, way. Yeah. What, what? Something's on fire over I here. I don't think this is a good candle. That like, candle's this like is... popping and Ooh. blowing yeah. and... Yeah, we're going to catch... This is making it worse. The building on fire. Should I shut it off? Yeah. Blow it out? We just need to clip the top Uh-oh. of that candle. It, it won't go out. It's one of those trick okay. candles. <laughs> oh, oh, God. How about mimosa brunch? This one might smell nice. Well, light, up, light up mimosa well, brunch. Hey, Dina with the pink hair, what was that candle that she had out that I loved? Uh, your ex- hoodie? Boyfriend's hoodie? Yeah, boyf- oh, yeah. Your boyfriend's hoodie. 
Yeah. It smells like your musky boyfriend's that was hoodie. That a good one. We need some more of those. <laughs> Dino? Oh, God, it stinks. <laughs> Should I put the... Oh, there's no cap. There's, we're going to start a fire. Gonna, there's so Wait. much smoke now. <laughs> Here, no, we really should turn a fan on. I'll there cap it with this. Fan? No, the alarms are going to go okay. off. Yeah. This should be good. It, oh, God. We fixed it. <laughs> <laughs> we got it. Here's your lighter, Nate, for all your cigarettes. <laughs> yeah, you know me. Um, <laughs> we're about to get into the free crap phone tab. Is that this break? Next break. Oh, God. We're a little late. Are we? Yeah. Um, do you find that our office space, and everyone, if you're listening now, you go to the office, do you experience passive-aggressive office behaviors like gossip and sarcasm and the silent treatment? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yes, we do. Of course. The silent treatment here is pretty difficult because yeah. we have to speak. But I can, I, I'm sure there have been times like in commercial breaks where someone's mad at somebody else and there's just silence in the room. Things get intense. Yeah. Right. I just don't. I don't think if this is a that toxic of a workplace. Do oh no, you, it's not. Do you, Nate? <laughs> no. <laughs> Why are you pointing me out? There's like seven of us here. What There's more it? than seven of us? Because you're the one who's nailed to the cross more than anyone. I am. Yeah. Yeah. I am a victim. A oh. martyr. <laughs> oh my. You're not. A, you're not a victim. Okay. Or a martyr. Right. Or a, or a martyr. Please. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Oh my God. Hey, can we talk about that guy in Philly that ate 40 rotisserie chickens in 40 days? No, no offense. Uh-huh. Look, I, I'm i all for record breaking and stuff like that. And I haven't tried to eat 40 rotisserie <laughs> chickens in 40 days. Okay. It just doesn't seem all that challenging. I'm with you. Is anyone with us on the rotisserie chicken I, I eating I think guy? that there are probably people out there who have eaten a rotisserie chicken every day of their lives for two years, three years. Yeah. Rotisserie chickens, one, are banging, but two, they're very reasonably priced. And they're not supposed to be bad for you, are they, rotisserie chicken? Well, chickens? they could have a lot of sodium, depending on yeah. what they put in them. But um, it's not like it's a rotisserie turkey. Right. Oh, that would be impressive. I mean, it's it's rotisserie chickens, aren't they yeah. big? But it was a big deal, though. People actually showed up for the celebration. For the 40th chicken, like, the guy set up on, like, the beach, and people came out to watch him eat the chicken. I got got questions for those people. And I don't want to take away the fanfare from this guy, but what's your question? Why? (laughs) That's my question, too. Okay, I have the story. Uh, On Saturday, Philadelphia became the first city to lose two major sports championships on the same day. That was a bummer. Mm -hmm. But they do have bragging rights with... Alexander Alexander Tominsky. He challenged himself to eat 40 rotisserie chickens in 40 days. And he just completed the task Sunday afternoon in front of a huge crowd of people. Mm. October 8th, he announced his plan by tweeting out a photo of himself with a whole chicken. <laughs> at, the, at that point, he was already 11 chickens in. Oh, wow. And planned to do 30 days, but apparently up to, to 40. Wow. Since then, he's taken down one full chicken a day without a ton of fanfare, but slowly started gaining followers. Okay, I get it. I get it. People were starting to kind of fall into yeah. line with this. Okay, I see. There's momentum building. <laughs> Last Friday, he posted a flyer inviting people to come watch him eat his 40th bird. He didn't even give an address. It just said, hey, I'll be at the abandoned pier near Walmart. And dozens, if not hundreds of people showed up. Uh- and to add to the drama, he held up a speaker and played Streets of Philadelphia by Bruce Springsteen during his last few bites. While eating his chicken. Yes. Then he slowly walked through the crowd, held up his empty plate. Everyone went nuts. Yeah. So he uh, 
he went full absurd with it. He looks a little Chris Hemsworth. This, this is the thing. He's yeah. cute. Yeah. That's why everybody showed up to watch him eat chicken. If I, if I look like that, I'd eat more chicken. Yeah. Here's, you know where I'm going with this. We, and I say this every day, and you guys get tired of me saying it. We need reasons to celebrate. Yeah. Look, our city. <laughs> no, seriously. I know. Our city, Philadelphia, <laughs> two crushing losses in one day. As far as sports go, mm-hmm. well, let's go celebrate the, the chicken-eating guy. Why not? They did, and they loved it. He told, he's told the paper, much of the world is in pain, so he must do something that brings him pain to make others smile. He was doing it for an important reason, even though he's bloated from all the sodium. He lost okay. 16 pounds. How do you eat the chicken? Really? I can really? see that. Wait a minute. Oh, now Scary's going to eat 41 chickens. <laughs> do you think if I ate 40 Snicker bars in a in a no. like 40 days, would they come? Mm. <laughs> and I'll hold up my wrapper at the end. Sure, why not? Here I am. Scary is like saying, no, we need to we need to stop this because it is a major thing. This guy ate 40 chickens in 40 days. It's a huge feat because if you think about it, each chicken is has two breasts Two thighs, two legs, two wings, and who knows how plump they are. That's a, there's a lot of meat on those rotisserie. Well, chickens. I'm looking at the size of the chicken, and it looks like it's not as big as a big chicken. Like I mean, a Cornish hen. Yeah, it's, it's more of a Cornish hen chicken. It's, no, it's got to be a little bigger than that. Well, yeah. I know. I, I don't think the. I think we probably most people, a lot of people, could be eating that same amount of meat every yeah. day. Yeah, if you split it up into breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and this guy's good looking. He looks like he probably works out. Yeah, Let I don't see. want to take anything away from his forty chicken. Let me see chicken guy. Okay, chicken man. He's really cute. Yeah, he's yeah cute. I don't want to take anything away from the chicken eating man. Uh, the thing is, I, oh, he's very handsome but chicken eating guy. Look, doesn't he look very Hemsworth when he's yeah. holding up the empty plate? Well, yeah, there is something sexy about yeah. you know eating forty chickens in forty days. Keep in mind, this wasn't in, this wasn't in one day. Oh, right. This is a chicken per day. Yeah. Okay. There I don't is want to dull his show. a chicken per do. There is one. There's, oh my gosh! What? There's one picture of him looking down at the chicken as if to say, "I don't think I can do this." Like he looks okay. so disgusted at this chicken. So we aren't really talking about. The amount of chicken. We're talking about the fact you're eating the same friggin' thing yeah. every day. Yeah. I can see how that could be a downer. I wonder if it was the same chicken every day. Like, or was it like what? each day was a different flavored chicken? Like, you know, maybe a different rub on the chicken. Like a little so pepper. Tasted, and... Right. So it this, tasted okay. a little different. Do you By know the what way, I mean? barbecue. The, the wheels fell off this conversation yeah. five minutes ago. But that's a, that's a, I think now, that's a good question. Maybe. Yeah. We should get him on. Can we, we should. Can we get the chicken guy on? I'll get. <laughs> okay. Philadelphia chicken man. Here's the thing. Do you ever go to the store and bring home a rotisserie chicken? Mm. And you take it home and you you wash your hands really well and you just pull all the meat off of it and you use the meat in different things. Like yeah, enchiladas. Totally. I do that all, all the time. Yeah. The thing is, is by the time I've, I'm done pulling all the meat off, I've eaten half the chicken. Yeah, Absolutely. That's the problem. Right. And so that, tender. And it doesn't fill me up? No. Lots of sodium though. There is. That's what he said. He said that was the downside, all the sodium. He was kind of bloated. Yeah, he was bloated. All right. Are you on the phone getting the chicken guy? <laughs> uh, I'm on his, I'm going to slide into his DMs. Right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. Slide well, in getting, that chicken's get DMs. Line. I bet a lot of people are in those DMs. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Could you do it? 40 chickens in 40 days. No, the, I know I could not. So no. I can't even knock somebody else who did it because I know I couldn't do it myself. Okay. I think I could. You should start. I would come to appear and watch you eat a chicken with your mustache every day. See, it's one thing to actually do it; it's another thing to say you're going to do it. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, and, and I'm not. Have, yeah, what I'm saying is kind of lame. And now you have to do 
do 41. You can't do 40. You can't right. do 41. <laughs> or maybe you can do 40 and a bite. <laughs> Whatever. So that's I, maybe, maybe, I'm not coming for a bite. <laughs> uh, maybe a, a chicken leg. All right, we got to take a break. Um, free crap phone tap. Have we decided we're definitely doing that stuff you mentioned? Yeah, you want to do the guitar? Yeah, who signed the guitar? It's an old Jingle Ball guitar. Nobody. It just says a Z100 Jingle Ball presented by Aeropostal. Aeropostal. Oh my <laughs> gosh, remember what we that used to do? That was a thousand do? years ago. Yeah. I know, but, I know, but who's, we, we got to get an autographed guitar. Yeah, that's kind no, of a, that's cool though. I have one in my office. You want to take the one off the wall? There's one in there. It, it's not the Tito's guitar, the other one. Okay, I don't know who signed it though. We're going to have to figure it out. Oh God, here we go. All right. <laughs> All right, we don't have any money today, so the free crap phone tap is on the way. Who loves a good jerky? Elvis Duran in the morning show. We go talk to Carly. Hi, Carly. Oh, my God. Oh, Carly. Oh, my God. Carly, pull yourself together. This is Elvis Duran and the morning show. So excited. As I said earlier, I was I was sifting through email mountains of it and i got some great news today doesn't matter what it's about but it's just fantastic news i love that you know what it, 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 sometimes we'll get good news but others like crappy stuff will be going on at the same time so yeah. you don't really pay as much attention to the good news as you should right yeah, celebrate it man i'm so excited i'm excited for you yay yeah. yay yay whatever the hell it is yeah <laughs> you know doesn't matter i'm like i'm walking on sunshine i'm walking on clouds i'm Take walking it in i am i'm walking on water mm. I'm walking on water today. I love that you're so happy, and then I showed you a cute video, and you said it pissed you off. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> on the other side, have you ever seen a video that's so adorable, so cute, it makes you mad? I don't. Yeah. I, I cannot explain. <laughs> it's so cute. Too. Explain it to everyone what it is. I mean, it's okay. It is a little tiny adorable cat who gets handed a little puppy, and it snuggles the puppy like it just wraps its little paws around the puppy and snuggles the puppy like, no, it's mine. I'm never letting go. It's the cutest thing. It's it's on my Instagram story if you want to see it. Yeah, it's check so it out cute. at Baby Hot. Sauce. It is so adorable. Yeah. You'll get mad. <laughs> he was like, oh my God, that's so cute. I'm pissed off. Is, is my wiring off or something? Why would you get mad seeing something so cute, so adorable? I kind of understand it. So sometimes like I'll see videos like that or of a baby elephant or a little piglet and I get so angry that I'm watching someone else live my life. Yeah. Like, that should be me. Yeah. You want to be a you want to be a piglet? <laughs> yes. I should be holding that pig. Right. I should be getting crushed by that baby elephant. We're so late uh, with the free money phone tap. We don't have any money. You got any money? No. Free money phone tap. So we're giving away crap. It's the free crap phone tap. The reason being is, well, we have no money. But also, we're about to move studios. And we have to throw a lot of stuff out. Stuff that cannot be donated or it can be. We just don't want to go through it. Whatever. Don't, don't, don't get mad. That yeah. It's not going to your favorite place. It's going to go to a winner. So right now with the free crap phone tap, we found some more crap to give away. Scotty, what is it? Yeah. What are we what are we giving away today? Look, it's very cool. Ooh. What what is it? It's a it's a Z one hundred jingle yeah. ball uh guitar. sponsored by Aeropostale. That's very cool. It's a Stratocaster Fender guitar. It's a Fender Stratocaster. Yeah. I heard that twice. Yeah. Let me tell you, Aeropostale, <laughs> you go in there, you can buy a whole damn wardrobe for not a lot of money. So, they look at them. They're still getting their money's worth from advertising <laughs> with us. Ten years ago. <laughs> okay, so what years Jingle Ball is that from? Do we know? I can't tell because they sponsored a few years, so I'm, I have to check the logo and see what year. By the time we come back, I'll tell you what year. All right, it so is. they're gonna win the the, the, the yeah that yeah. and what else? Um, and the Elvis. Durand. Hello. 25th anniversary. Oh, the guitar just fell. Oh. <laughs> you get a dented Z100 Jingle Ball guitar. And what is this you're showing? This is Elvis Duran on the morning show. 25th anniversary jersey. Oh, that's a cool jersey. Oh, people yeah. wanted that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So you get the uh, Jingle Ball guitar. 
very unique. I don't mm-hmm. think you can find it anywhere else but no. here. No. And the jersey. Yeah. yeah. If you're called a 100 with the free crap phone tap, 1-800-242-0100. Who does the phone tap today, Scary? I do. Don't answer the phone. Elvis, Elvis Duran. The Elvis Duran phone tap. Into the phone tap. Today, Mr. Michael Oppenheimer is going to uh, go after it. A lot of people are big fans of Mr. Michael Oppenheimer. Scary, you've created quite the character. Ah, anyway, yeah. the email... Oh, yeah, yeah, please. The email from Jessica uh, says, we work with a guy named Tyrone. He's really into his hip-hop music. He's not a fan of telemarketers He uh, who always seem to be calling his cell phone number. Would it be great if you uh, phone tap Tyrone? All right. So Jessica Ventura and co-workers are now going to phone tap Tyrone with the help of telemarketing ego. <laughs> I, I, not ultra ego of Scary Jones, but this guy has an ego because he thinks he's the best phone tapper out there. Michael Oppenheimer doing the phone tap. Here we go. Listen in. Hello? Uh, yes. Good afternoon. This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer with EV90. How are you doing today, sir? I'm really not interested. I have an offer you can't refuse from Time Life Classics. Introducing Soft Rock of the 70s. Um, I like hip-hop. You, you like hip-hop? Yes. Um, are you familiar with the Doobie Brothers? No, I don't like any of that music. Uh, how about the Bee Gees? No. Are you familiar with Staying Alive? Oh, thank you. Or groups like Kansas, Dustin Really Ryan. not interested. Okay, for just $129.95, we'll give you this entire collection plus two CDs free. Wait. All right, Mike, don't call me again, okay? <laughs> Hello? Uh, yes, good afternoon. This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer with Time Life Classic Soft Rock of the 70s. How are you doing today, sir? There's a reason you're calling me back to back and four phone calls at a time, but it's the importance of this call. Uh, the importance is that you'll get 11 CDs, including... Please don't call this number again. All the hits and all the fun from the grooviest era in history. Please don't call this number again. <laughs> For just three easy installments of thirty nine ninety nine. Hello? Uh, yes, sir. This is Mr. Michael Oppenheimer. Didn't I just with... speak to you a few minutes ago? Uh, yes, in the early... And did I tell you not to call me again? Uh, yes, but... Uh... So why are you calling me again? Because what I wanted to let you know was that in the early 70s, singers and songwriters and sun-soaked melodies took over the airwaves, <laughs> and the sound of soft rock was born. Rock I don't music... give a damn about the early 70s. I told you don't call me again. <laughs> oh... Hello? I'd like to give you 168 original soft rock hits across 11 CDs. What is your name? Wouldn't you like 168? What is your name? My name is Michael. You're Michael. What's your last name? Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer? Will you try to be funny? That's not funny. Why? Your name is not Oppenheimer. My name is Michael Oppenheimer. Don't I'm... make up, Michael, because you've been making up for the whole phone call. So let me speak to somebody higher than you. I don't want to talk to you anymore. What if I give you a I lo- want to speak to whoever you work for. Now! Why Why is that, sir? Now! Why are you angry, sir? I want you to have someone get on his phone that is your manager, <laughs> and I want to speak to them now. Just imagine yourself back in time when bell-bottom jeans and shag rugs were king. I, I don't want to hear what you have to say. I want to speak to your manager now. Have you ever heard the song Dreamweaver? I'm going to say it again. You've called me back to back. You have no reason to be calling me. What's the purpose of this call? You don't have a purpose. Do you like pina coladas? <laughs> Getting caught in the rain? What's your manager on the phone? I'm tired of talking to you. Excuse me? Why the f- are you calling me? This is Scary Jones with Elvis Duran in the morning show. <laughs> thank you, thank you. And you've been phone tapped uh, by everyone in front of you. 
Okay. Oh, I miss you so much. I had to f- with you. You have a good time. I will email you a nasty email in about five minutes. <laughs> wow, that was old. Old school, we like to call it. There's your free crap phone tap. Some people are yelling at us saying the stuff you're giving away today isn't crap. It is for false advertisement. Oh, okay. okay. Tomorrow we'll make it crappy. We'll make it crappy tomorrow. Uh, good morning, Ashley. Hi. How's everything in Downington, Pennsylvania? Um, It's good. I'm so excited to talk to you guys right now. <laughs> well, as we are you. Now, is it Downington or Downingtown? Downingtown. I thought so. I thought I messed that up. Heavy political season there, just like everywhere else. I hope you are going to go out and vote today. Today's your day. Um, Oh, you just won with the free crap phone tap. Yeah! (laughs) Thank you so much. Actually, this guitar, nothing to sneeze at. I mean, it is a -a one-of-a-kind Z100 Jingle Ball guitar. It's a Fender Fender Stratocaster. Yes, Stratocaster. Which it's got to be worth something to someone, and it's got to be a one of a kind at this point. There's just a couple of them made. That's it. It's from two thousand yeah, eleven. That's yeah. pretty cool. Wow, limited I edition. I would roll that right out on onto eBay. <laughs> 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 Ashley, thank you for listening. We will ship it to you, and what you do with it, it's all yours. You figure it out, okay? Thank you so much. Have a great day. Hold on one second. There you go. We continue with the free crap phone tap tomorrow. We really should make it a a goal of ours to make tomorrow's. Nothing but crap. We have a giant box of Christmas crap in there. I'll send the whole thing out. Yeah. All right. All right. We'll get into it tomorrow. (laughs) Hey, I do believe Mo Rocca is here. I cannot wait to talk to him. Uh, I'm so excited. Yeah. They say you should never meet your idols. Uh, I think he's good. Okay. So Mo Rocca is coming in next. Elvis. I love anything with vodka. (laughs) Danielle. Shut the hell up. You're eight years old. Gandhi. Who are you? (laughs) Froggy. He was the extremely redneck guy. Starting your day. All of you are so hilarious. Elvis Duran and the Morning Show. One in five people has experienced identity theft. LifeLock by Norton makes it easy to help protect yourself. No one can prevent all identity theft, but everyone can save up to 25% their first year. Use promo code Elvis at LifeLock.com. Escape to summer with Victoria's Secret. Pack your bags with just-arrived swim, cover-ups, corset tops, and other sexy silhouettes. When the sun goes down, opt for bold and blingy styles like the made-to-be-seen, very sexy push-up bra from the Very Sexy Collection and on-trend hues like Black Shine, Green, and Citron. For a glam statement, you can pair them with your favorite jeans and bring the heat. Because life is better in a bikini, rewind to the future with the VS Archives Swim Collection inspired by Victoria's Secrets classic looks from the 90s and early 2000s. For endless out-of-office options, mix and match with Victoria's Secrets wide range of bikini tops and bottoms that offer you every type of coverage, from full to cheeky to minimal. Now in this season's must-have shades and patterns. Add the finishing touch with the limited edition Bombshell Escape fragrance. A free-spirited take on the iconic Victoria's Secret scent. Dive into the vibrant blend of Juicy Guava, Lush Palms, and Summer Glow Peony. Shop now at your closest Victoria's Secret store or online at victoriassecret.com. Credit scores, down payments, interest rates, car buying can be a numbers game, but you don't have to be a math expert to get the keys to your dream car. Just use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. Crunch your numbers and get personalized results so you know exactly how much you'll pay each month for your car. It's like having a magic wand for your wallet. Abracadabra. 
The car you've been waiting for is now within reach. So hit the road and leave your calculator at home. Auto Trader. Toenina, that's water is life in Dine Bazad, the Navajo language. We're sharing this Navajo phrase on behalf of St. Bonaventure Indian Mission and School and the thousands of poor Navajo families. They do what they can to survive the spring and summer months with as little as seven gallons of water a day. By comparison, most other American families use more than 300 gallons per day. That's a big difference. So visit their website. Make your donation today, stbonaventuremission.org. The families served by the St. Bonaventure Water Delivery Program are among the nearly 33% of all households on the Navajo Nation with absolutely no running water. These are among the poorest families anywhere in the United States. Please be generous. Donate today, stbonaventuremission.org. Your donation will be well received. Water is life. Make your donation for life-saving water today at stbonaventuremission.org. So you're not really a morning person? Well, you're about to become one overnight because Wendy's is bringing you a more oh-so-sweet reason to get out of bed, introducing Wendy's all-new Cinnabon Pull-Apart to the breakfast lineup. That's right, Cinnabon Pull-Apart is at Wendy's. This indulgent collaboration is sure to make your mornings just a little sweeter, and who doesn't need that? Wendy's Cinnabon Pull-Apart is the new go-to breakfast treat that's sure to satisfy your sweet morning cravings. It's got all the bakery-inspired flavors you love from Cinnabon, like that sweet, warm cinnamon sugar rolled dough, the perfect ooey-gooey texture, and a nice big dollop of that signature cream cheese frosting. All the best parts right there. Not only that, their Cinnabon pull-apart is as easy to eat as it is to love. Sticky fingers are now optional. Pair it with a hot coffee or a chocolate frosty cream cold brew for that perfect morning snack. Make sure you go into Wendy's, satisfy that sweet treat craving to start your morning off right. Choose wisely, choose Wendy's, the new Cinnabon pull-apart. Try it today. Only at participating U.S. Wendy's. Cinnabon and the Cinnabon logo are registered trademarks of Cinnabon Franchiser SPV LLC. Live from the Mercedes-Benz Interview Lounge. Hey, um, I'm kind of afraid to admit how excited I am about this moment. I, I okay, love do it, do this. It. And what did I say earlier? You should never, ever meet your idols. Yeah. Yes. So I'm hoping this is not a, a flat tire of a show. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure. So please welcome to our show, Mo Rocca. Yeah. Oh, my God. We're off and running. This is great. I'm so happy to be here. <laughs> well, I'm happy you are here. Um, may, I have, may I explain another Mo that's going on? Uh, there's another Mo? It is Movember. Oh, okay. And of course, uh, Movember, it- <laughs> for this month, we, it's all about men's health, men's cancer, things like that. And my husband, by the way, was just diagnosed as with testicular cancer. Oh, I'm sorry. So he's, he's, he's going to be great. Yeah. That's all good. But I decided to participate in Movember. By growing this mustache. Ah, oh, hence the Magnum P.I. stash. I was wondering. <laughs> right. Do you think it he looks, looks like Walt Disney World? He thinks he looks like Walt it Disney. It doesn't look a little bit. Oh, it feels like Sunday evening at 7 p.m. <laughs> and if you know what that means, you're yes. over 50. The wonderful, the wonderful world of Disney. Yeah. Yes. No, I look like a drunk uh, Walt Disney with, yeah. <laughs> with this creepy my, mustache. I didn't even think about that. You're meeting your hero with your mustache. I know. That's right. Oh, man. And that's why he, I love how you always have to explain it to everybody. <laughs> I went on my walk last night and I was walking around. I did about an hour went from Tribeca up to the village and walked around and every time I saw someone coming my way I would hide behind trash cans I was like, oh, please don't look at my mustache anyway enough about me um, I remember gosh was it three years ago maybe more uh, I was watching CBS Sunday morning as I do every CBS 
uh, Sunday morning, and uh, there there was an ad for this podcast you were doing called Mobituaries, and this is before you would see a lot of ads or you know publicity for, for podcasts. podcasts. Yeah, and so I'm like, wow, CBS really. That's good. They gave, he's, he's actually pushing this podcast on this major, major show. Yep. They, they, they were convinced. They were bamboozled into doing it for me. Good job. Yeah. Mobituaries is such an interesting, of course, title. It's fabulous. Well, with the name like Mo, there's so much you can do with it. Yes. It's true, right? Yes, if absolutely. I'd been named Vernon, it just wouldn't work. <laughs> Vernon Bituaries just wouldn't work. No, it's missing some rhythm of some sort. But um, learning history, learning everything we need to know about these important people in our past through the storytelling that you do is incredible. So why did you decide to start Mobituaries? Well, I love obituaries, and I got that love from my father, who was like the least gloomy person I ever knew. He would, I grew up right outside of Washington, D.C. Back then, there were two newspapers, and he would just say, oh boy, I love the obituaries. It's my favorite section. And it's because a good obituary, I think, really is about someone's life, not about their death. And it's kind of like a, like a, like a movie trailer for an Oscar-winning biopic, right? You know, which is oftentimes better than the actual movie. There's sort of a sweep and a romance, like the highs, the lows, the triumphs, the tragedies. It's, it kind of it has a sweep and a romance to it, and uh, um, and so I got that from him, and uh, and then I thought, well, I'll just do my own because there are people and things. Obviously, things don't get obituaries and ideas and eras and countries or whatever, but mostly people um, that I think never got the send off they deserved or maybe deserve another send-off like a redo a reboot of their of their death of their their obituary right i mean for instance in your book obituaries uh, he actually talks about the death of the station wagon yeah (laughs) right Right. yeah yeah well i'd love i mean i i still remember going to like birthday parties pizza parties at shaky's pizza in bethesda maryland and and wanting whoever's hoping that the kid whose birthday party it was, their parents had a station wagon because there was nothing like eating a lot of pizza and then getting in the back in that area, the way, way back. And just, I don't know, the wider the turn, the better because you were ping ponging around. <laughs> just ricocheting all around back there it was really fun seat and incredibly belts. dangerous. Belts. It's like, exactly. exactly. Yes. It's like being a human pinball. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, but uh, for instance, I was looking down, the, I have not started with season three of Mobituaries, the podcast yet, but I was looking down the list and I found a story and I don't want to spoil too much of it. May I spoil a little bit? Please. Uh, the story about June Foray. Yeah. The woman of a thousand voices. Yeah, so when I was growing up watching cartoons after school, you know, Looney Tunes, Merry Melodies, those Warner Brothers cartoons, you know, you'd only see the name Mel Blanc, who was amazing. He was the man of a thousand voices, Bugs Bunny, Daffy Duck, uh, you know, Yosemite Sam. Um, But there was one cartoon in particular that struck me. It was Witch Hazel. Do you remember the witch with Mm -hmm. the bobby pins and the tiny little heels? And she's got the cauldron and she wants to cook, you know, turn bugs into a fricassee. And she had this song. She would go, um, uh, um, uh, a cup of arsenic, some some spider, some glue. And she would sing this song over and over and it it freaked me out. (laughs) Anyway, that woman, the, the voice of that character was the same as Rocky, Rocket J. Squirrel, Rocky the Flying Squirrel on Bullwinkle. 
Her name was June Foray, and it turned out she did a ton of voices, but she she didn't get on-screen credit because Mel Blanc had sole on-screen credit um, for voice characterizations. Uh, and, you know, I she seemed like the perfect person's story to tell, somebody that really sort of resonated with me because of that witch and all her other characters. She but, was Granny from Tweety and Sylvester. She was Absolutely. Granny. That's oh. crazy. Well, do you want to hear some of her voices? Yeah. yeah. Oh, great. Where, where is it, Scary? It's right here. Right here, and two. Here, hit it. My favorite children's park. This park to be closed in 80 days. One more dance. Oh, get them firewood. Well, you're not. You're a gummy bear. And gummy bears pick gummy berries. Now here's something we hope you'll really like. And now it's time to meet Mr. Peabody. How lucky can they be? They're dead. Besides, I've got all the luck we'll need. Children, back to your seats. The snow can wait. Now, now. She stared at the Grinch and said, Sandy Claus, why? Why are you taking our Christmas tree? That was one lady. That's, That's so one lady. Crazy. And I love that you ended on Cindy Lou Who. Because <laughs> if that doesn't melt your heart, kindly leave. <laughs> so look what this lady did. Look what she accomplished. And she lived this life that we don't know really a lot about, but she left the, the legacy of these voices, correct? And these stories that included her voices, and then she passed away. Well, is that really the time which she's just dust now? No. There's yeah. a, there's history here. Yeah, and look, I you know, she lived until she was almost 100 years old. I don't know exactly what was happening on the day she died, but that oftentimes determines how well people remember you. Like, Audrey Hepburn died on the same day that Bill Clinton was inaugurated. I mean, she just got pushed off that front page. I mean, she was like an A23. I mean, that's Audrey Hepburn. Right. In the day that uh, Michael Jackson passed away, Farrah Fawcett passed away. Farrah Fawcett. And also, uh, Billy Mays. Billy Mays, the the sales guy. Oh, right. Oh, he died that same day also? That's what we're hearing. I didn't realize that. These people have these stories, and so... Well, Dick Sargent, the second Darren on Bewitched, died on the same day as Kim Il-sung, the founder of North Korea. I mean, what a bummer. You're already the second Darren, and then you get (laughs) overshadowed by some uh, genocidal maniac. I mean, that's terrible. I mean, that's just lousy. Have you ever, like, wanted to talk about somebody and then you read into them and you're like, yeah, they're just not interesting enough. You know, everyone, I know this sounds like such a pat answer. Once you get into it, you know, everybody does have a story. Yeah. And um, uh, yeah, so I I can't think of anyone that I've started with and then lost interest in. Um yeah, they would just have a shorter obituary. Okay. Maybe just a couple. They would be more of a mobit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what about some of your, I mean, it might sound weird to ask about your favorites, but your favorite mobituaries? Well, I loved doing doing John Denver this season. Wow. Um, because John Denver, I remember when he died 25 years ago. And this is, this is maybe it was just in my corner of the universe But I remember people kind of snarking about him because his career had sort of gone down. He had some substance abuse problems. So there were sort of like wise cracks about the plane crash he was in. He was flying solo in an experimental aircraft. But if you go back, he was so huge and that music is still played and it's like a time machine when you listen to it you were catapulted back in time but and people still love those songs i do um and i just knew there was so much 
to his life. I mean, there was it was very complicated, um, and uh, um, and I've, I've been really pleased with the response to that. And what a great story piece on uh, CBS Sunday Morning. Yeah, that was nice. Well. Way it. And that's the thing, though. We're all living these lives, these stories that we're <laughs> that we're actually writing as as each hour goes past while we're still breathing. But when we pass away, like, <clears throat> what's our what's our legacy? What are we leaving behind? It may not be the legacy of, well, I was the president or I was whatever. Maybe I was the voice on these great cartoons or whatever. And so these are all lives worth investigating and learning from. Oh, oh, sure. Absolutely. I mean, yeah. um, Can I turn the tables here for a moment and just tell you, though, that a couple of weeks ago, I was going to the airport and I ordered up an Uber and I got in. And the guy had the radio on pretty loudly. And I was all ready to be like persnickety and be like, could you please turn down the radio? Because I have to I have to read my phone. I have to look at I have to read Twitter. Stop it. And but I couldn't hear what was on. And the driver was having such a good time. And I thought, oh my God, this is just worth experiencing him just being so overjoyed and he was listening to this show and you were all talking about a Ouija board that was oh, right yes. and the, the yeah. sheer joy now he almost drove off the road which would have been bad right into it right. because he was loving it so much but i just have to tell you it was so wonderful to be in that car and by all means what was going on on the air was great but his experience of it was just so wonderful I love that. Aww, yeah. Did it so make cool. you want to do a history of the Ouija board? It kind of did. It kind of did. It, it's, yeah. it's, not, it's not dead yet. <laughs> that, that is true. It never dies. It never dies. It never dies. <laughs> By the way, if you're just turning us on, Mo Rocca is here uh, entering season three or in season three of Mobituaries, uh, his podcast, which is on the iHeart Podcast Network and everywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, I was looking down the roster of some, and I actually listened to a podcast uh, oh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, the death of a marriage ban. Yeah. You beautifully started this podcast off with the what was on the cover of Time Magazine. Time Magazine. A lot of interesting stories out that week, I do believe. One of them was the marriage between an interracial, an interracial couple mar- marriage. Yeah. Well, I, In 1967, I believe. Yeah. I just thought this story was interesting. The daughter of the Secretary of State back then, um, who was white, uh, married a black man, African American, and um, they happened to be a really great looking couple as well. So, um, but they were they were very very private, um, and and yet it got out and it ended up on the cover of Time magazine. Um, so for a short time they were very very famous. Um, and but of course it, it was you know the headline is blaring in interracial marriage. And, you know, this is kind of like yesterday, right? It is and it isn't. So stories like that are really interesting to me. Like, boy, and back then, Time Magazine weighed five pounds. I mean, it was a very big deal. And the fact that this made the cover, um, I just wanted to know what that story was, you know, how they had met and what their lives were like after that. And he's passed away. Guy Smith um, was his name. And uh, Peggy Rusk, the wife um, is uh, still alive and she's super, super cool, a very private person. This is the first time she'd really talked about it. Um, and that was a very big year for interracial marriage because earlier that year, Loving versus Virginia, the Supreme Court struck down the remaining bans, which were in place in 16 states against interracial marriage. And then later that year was Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, which was one of the biggest blockbusters in Columbia Pictures history. So, um, and there, this 
this private, you know, would be private couple in the middle of it thrown under the cover of this magazine. So that to me was really interesting. I think also part of me wondered, what is it like to walk down the street and see yourself, you know, getting that much publicity for doing something that's pretty normal, right? So. Marrying someone you love. Oh, yeah. yeah. And this, as you were pointing out, was in the 1960s. For most of us, wasn't that all, all that long ago. To be known, to get married and actually be thrown in jail? I mean, it was against the law. Right, yeah. The, 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 do it. I don't know if you were if you spent jail time or if you are actually married. I don't know if anyone would marry you. Well, Mildred Loving... Um, it, the, the, the case that went to the Supreme Court, that couple had actually spent time in jail um, when they first got married in the 50s. So, um, yeah, so it was it. it uh, but most of all, it, that's a love story. And um, and I, what I found sort of interesting is Peggy Rusk um, said that this kind of surprised me that she really wasn't paying attention to the news at the time. I said, really? There was a Supreme Court case. And she said, no, we were going to get married regardless of what anyone thought we were in love so i thought that was so kind of wow. pure and compelling that the other stuff didn't ma- matter and she kept saying to me we didn't get married to make a point or for the benefit of you know we didn't care what anyone else thought we were going to get married and to have yeah. that kind of clarity is kind of great wow so when i read an obituary they all tend to be the same obviously your obituaries are different but if you could give people advice something to grab attention or you know aside from he was a devoted husband and a loving father and those are important but to get away from the form writing of an obituary what is something important to look at well it's kind of funny when you talk about those little phrases that get attached to people and i was talking to an obituary writer from atlanta um and she's pretty great. And she was telling me that you had to be able to read into the euphemisms. Like when they say, oh, he was a great raconteur, that usually means he was a terrible bore and couldn't shut up. I wish I could remember the other ones. I would say that little, um, I love little details. Um, and there was the obituary for Alfred Hitchcock. Um had this great little detail which is that when he was five or six years old in the english village he was growing up in his parents had the local jailer because of course there's a local jailer had the local jailer take little alfred and throw him into a cell and slam the door behind him and say that's what happens to bad little boys and that clanging noise that stayed with him and reverberated in his mind all of his life and that's it kind of explains his sort of fixation with crime and punishment and, and uh, mistaken identity. And um, it was basically their version of a scared straight program. Right. And I, and I, and, and that, I love little details like that. Wow. It was kind of weird. Oh, go ahead. Follow well, up. Have you thought about guidelines for your own? Yeah. I, I would like my, the first line of my obituary to read, <clears throat> Moraka, comma, and this is like the really important part, the little part in the middle. So Moraka, comma, who made people interested in things they weren't, Moraka, comma, who made people interested in things they didn't expect to be interested in, comma, died today, period. He was 107, period. (laughs) For the first paragraph. I think you should write your own and leave. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. So that first sentence, the little, that clause in the middle there. That's you got to pack that thing in. That's where it all is. Well, you know, back to obituaries. I was stunned to find find out that there is 
a publication here in New York City that has my obituary already started. <gasps> that's very flattering. <laughs> if you have a pre-obit, good for you. That's a mark. That's like trending on Twitter. Yeah. That's like better than that. <laughs> if you've got a, a, if you've got like a prefab obit, you know the New York Times has a whole seller of them. They've got all these. They they, they did a documentary about this, but like. You got to be a muckety muck, right? To get, you know, here's the thing, by the way. So strange. Yeah. But here's the thing like, this is real chutzpah, or let's just call it vanity. <laughs> a obit writer from the New York Times told me that there are people that cold call the obit department. And there's one person, and I can say who it was, who was in charge of a major sports league who called up and said, Hi, I'm calling to talk about my obituary. I mean, that's that's arrogance, right? Yeah. Because you're assuming you're going to get an obit. And if I were working in that desk, I would have been like, you know, we're really on the fence about it. We're not <laughs> sure we're going to give you an obituary. But you know, you know, that's fine. I've got some time now if you want to talk about your life. But <laughs> but anyway, but you've got one. And you're not the type of person that would call ahead and be like, hi, I'm calling. I just want to tweak my obit. I haven't called yet, no. No, no a person like Betty White. How long do you think they had hers ready? Oh, I think they had hers ready like in 1942. I mean, she had she was she had a, a, a she had an 80-year career. Yeah. I mean, they're the people that you have to keep going. Well, I have to I don't think I would get in trouble for saying this, but at CBS News for a while I was I my office happened to be in the section called special events where they have um the video obits ready to go for, you know, heads of state and all that and and I just loved hearing outside my door. I literally heard this one day. Carol, it's time to refresh the Jimmy Carter obit. <laughs> well, well, no, because I mean, it's going to happen. But I mean, like, and, you know, when somebody and it's wonderful lives for a really long time, yeah. you've got to keep adding to it. That's true. Yeah. 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 It's, it's yeah. You, you would want them to keep adding to of your course. obit. Have you ever... Got excited about doing a obituary podcast or story about someone, and then you find out they're still alive. Cool. Did you ever play that game Dead or Alive? We'd play that all the time. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think. I mean, there are definitely people that I'm watching. I mean, I don't mean <laughs> that I'm keeping tabs on people I like. He's looking right at me with my mustache. <laughs> I know. It's like in the cartoons where, right, you're 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 looking at the animal, imagining them uh, like on the dinner table, exactly. <laughs> like the turkey, the turkey like, with the steam rising up from it. <laughs> Thanks, Mo. <Yeah. laughs> People don't realize that I'm actually a vulture. I'm just flying around here. So, uh, this is. Just, oh, by the way, the other thing you do that I love is uh, the Innovation Nation. Oh, thank you. Now you know what? When was the last time you woke up early on a Saturday and you watched? Saturday programming. There's some great, some really well-produced shows. Uh, Henry Ford's Innovation Nation, which is on CBS, um, so fascinating. I, I love that show. Yeah, it's a show. It's a, a show that I host. That's basically about the history and present day innovation. And I love history. And so it's and uh, we shoot it at the Henry Ford Museum in Dearborn, Michigan, which is an amazing museum. If you've never been there, I mean, they moved quite literally the Wright Brothers bicycle shop where the, you know, the airplane was invented from Dayton, Ohio. They have Menlo Park Laboratory moved from New Jersey brick by brick where Thomas Edison invented the light bulb and the phonograph. All of that is there. It's kind of an amazing museum. Oh. This, 
meeting Mo Rock and hearing him is just a great example of what we love to preach on this show. It's like follow your passions. You obviously are extremely passionate about history and the storytelling that you do. And to be able to make a living doing this, I just I hope you never take this for granted because it's fascinating. No, I don't. And, you know, I, I, I like, you know. I like life feeling like I'm only taking electives. Like, you know, if you went back to college, if you were, if you went to college and you went back and only took electives, that's kind of like what I'd like to do. And so, you know, next tomorrow we have released our obituary on, um, on the Latin lover. That was something I was really interested in the whole history of, um, that kind of label in movies. It started with Rudolph Valentino and, went up through Fernando Lamas and I talked to Lorenzo Lamas who was great from Falcon Crest and Renegade and uh, about how his father felt about that. The Latin lover. Yeah. For for those who may remember Billy Crystal on Saturday Night Live Mm -hmm. you know the whole You Look Marvelous. Yeah. Yeah, That was based on (laughs) Fernando Lamas. Wow. I have a call for you. Uh, Oh I love calls. I love calls. Victoria you've been on hold for a while. Uh, How you doing Victoria? Welcome to the show. Say hi to Mo Rocca. Hi, everybody. This is so exciting. Hi, Victoria. Hello. Um, so I was calling because I am a teacher, and it was so interesting because I've never heard of you before till right now. And it's so hard to get these kids to be into history, and this is just so exciting because I can't wait to go into work now and share it with them. And I'm just going to throw all my lesson plans away for the day and do this instead. Hey. Yeah. Well, wow. Victoria, I think that's great. And, you know, when in doubt, just add cartoons. <laughs> you know, like, I think that's the best. That it'll, it'll makes, it makes it go down a lot easier if there's a cartoon yeah, version of it. Something <laughs> animated. You know what, uh, Victoria, I love that. And a great start also would be having them watch uh, Henry Ford's Innovation Nation. It's on Saturday mornings. They can stream it and just, you know, record it and watch it at their leisure because it really is a great, a great show that's, and everything's just explained so well. It really is. Yeah, this is so exciting. It really is so interesting. And finding things that they want to learn about and things like this is so hard for them. So knowing that they can go and watch and listen to you is great. Because oh, well. I can't find things that they relate to. And this is something that they would find interesting. Well, and so if I may, um, from season two of the Mobituaries podcast, there's an episode on Thomas Paine that I think, okay. um, you know, we, we staged a whole musical number around Thomas Paine. <laughs> Only six people. He wrote Common Sense, which is basically the, the pamphlet that kind of turbocharged the American Revolution, uh, and then only six people showed up to his funeral, which is very rude. And uh, and so we restaged his funeral with more people singing a song all about him. He staged his so funeral. Awesome. Yeah. Victoria, thank you for your call. You have a great day. And you know, we love, our, we love our teachers. We love them. We love you. Yeah. Oh, I love you guys. Thank you. If you're listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, there's a talkback feature. You can push the microphone and say whatever you want. I really feel like, and, and you know, I like myself, but... I just don't feel like there's that much juice in my life that my obituary would be so interesting that someone wouldn't even want to read it. I'm just, you know, a normal person. I don't know. What's your response to that? You know, I think it's about finding little... The First of all, everybody's life has an arc, a dramatic arc. And so I think, um, you know, um, if, if you think hard enough... You're more special than you realize. And, um, you know, but you need to get a good writer. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that always the case? Yes. It's also never too late for her to go and find that juice. No, the juice is there. That's true. Yeah, Yeah, the juice is there. Yeah. Yeah, she's got, yeah, exactly. You squeeze harder. No, I think you're absolutely right. I mean, I kind of feel like, I mean, 
I mean, not to be morbid, I feel like I'm in the second intermission of a of my three acts, right? When plays had three acts, and this is too long. Who has time on a Tuesday night to sit in a theater for three and a half hours? That's another issue. But uh, I, I I actually hate intermissions, and I want to do a obituary on the intermission. I I'm think with we you. get yes. rid of the intermission. It's a vestigial structure. I know they needed to sell concessions and all that. We need everything to be an hour and forty five minutes and out. In and out. I agree. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Here, here. We are done. We cannot. We do not have time for a you know a three hour musical on a Tuesday night. But in any case, but 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 thinking about things in terms of three acts, I kind of feel like I'm in the second intermission. I want the third act to just be. I want the reviewers to be like, wow, this ended really strong. You know, you don't want it to be like, oh, it was really great, but we left after the first intermission because it just started falling apart. Wow. There's incentive to get up and go to work every day. Yeah, so so consult with a theater critic today on what to do with the rest of your life. Yeah. Okay. The, I did leave one show during intermission. It was nine with John Stamos. Oh. Horrible. <laughs> we, we left during Spider-Man because someone fell and hit someone in the head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because you that had to take them good. to the that hospital. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I was asked once, look, we all have been asked from time to time to think, well, what's the legacy you're going to leave behind? And my legacy I want to leave behind is, who's that guy we used to listen to with those women? <laughs> <laughs> he opened a portal with a Ouija board. Yeah, we opened, the, we opened a portal with a Ouija board. No, <laughs> they don't need to know our names. As long as you remember that they felt something. Mm-hmm. And right now they're feeling something. With you here. I know, and, and he is survived by legions of devoted fans and those women. <laughs> well, those, thanks. Those icky women. Those broads. So, Mobituaries, it's it's uh, the third round, season three of Mobituaries, the podcast. But you can always catch uh, Mo Rocca on CBS Sunday morning and, of course, uh, Henry Ford's Innovation Nation on Saturday morning. So, you've got CBS locked in. It's just, uh, yeah, I'm, I don't exist during the week. I'm only on weekends. <laughs> <laughs> Except for today, of course. Yeah, yes. Mo, it's such an honor to have you come by. This was really fun. I mean, I've had a great time and uh, and and I'm, I will continue to be a listener myself. All right. We all, we all have a story. And uh, unlock that because that's your juice that you're looking for. Squeeze harder, said Mo Rocca. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll be back right after this. Thanks for coming in. Thank you. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Choose the coverage you want at an affordable price just for you. Call or go to statefarm.com today to create your State Farm personal price plan. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer. Availability and eligibility may vary. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. Well, I hope you enjoyed our time with Mo Rocca. I love him. Me too. Awesome. I didn't want to embarrass him and start talking about... (laughs) You know, he's a Harvard graduate. And, yeah. Oh, is he? Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's brilliant. Brilliant guy. Uh, you know, I remember him from The Daily Show. Back of when course. John Stewart did The Daily Show. Well, yeah, hold that's on. Where I first you met know him. what? That's right. When John Stewart was doing The Daily Show. But, uh, Garrett. Yes. Tell him, you just said something to Mo Rocca while he was here. So when I went to Rider University, uh, I booked him to be a guest speaker at our college when he was on The Daily Show because everyone was suing to The Daily Show and he was going around. So he spoke for an hour, signed autographs, hung out, and he goes, oh, I remember doing those. I'm sure he tells that to every school. They'd be like, oh, you came to my school. But still, it was kind of cool. That's Full so circle cool. Moment. And I've just touched on it for a second. But one thing that just so impresses me is that he is so passionate about history yeah. and storytelling, yeah. and that's what he does for a living, storytelling about history. Yeah. You know, he's just a, I don't know. 
Yeah. I think one of the coolest things about people like that is that they have something to talk about with anybody at any time yeah. because they've covered so many different people who have done so many different things that they can just relate to people because they know all these things. But you know it's what amazing. I'm amazed at? How he keeps his facts straight. Like he's done so many people. After a while, I read a lot of books. After a while, I think that storyline is from that book. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. I, how, like I would think like this person's life was that person's life. There are I would some get people confused. who can do that. They teach you that at Harvard. Yeah, yeah. Yes. exactly. I guess well, not going. That's how you graduate Harvard, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. right? Anyway, what do you think, Nate? I uh, I was just so fascinated with him. He is just one of the most interesting people we've ever had in here. And I was kind of shocked to look at your face. I can you can always tell when Elvis is really excited. Yeah. You get really your face gets really excited. I just. I could talk to him. For I, hours. I know you. This has been one of your top favorite people to have on the show of all time, without doubt. And he only lives down the block. I know. <laughs> Did he get they, his address? Uh, somewhere in the village. <laughs> okay. But I do know. I asked him. I said, "Where are you going to walk?" But he walked here from Greenwich Village, which yeah. is probably, probably about a 15, 20 minute walk. Right? Mm-hmm. No big deal. Uh, I said, "Are you walking home?" He said, "No." He's walking over to Little Italy. He has an interview with like the world. I mean, the city's oldest butcher yeah. in <laughs> Little Italy. It's so I know. He said she's really great. I'm like, cool. That's his. That's his day at the office. That's so cool. I have to go interview the like the person running the oldest butcher shop in New York. Wow. That's my day. That's so cool. Yeah. I know. Anyway, so there we go. Oh, did we have another talk back that came through? Is it in the system? Uh, which one about the movie or about the game show? Uh, uh, no, no, I, I didn't get to that one. No. So tell everyone, you, you did receive a talk back. Yes. Another person who has met Mo Rocca. So about 10 years ago, uh, a listener listening from Q102, she said she was his partner on $25,000 Pyramid, like one of the first shows. Really? <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That'd be awesome. Do you know what? You've you've been touched by Mo Rocca. I know that sounds creepy. Let's get into sound with Garrett. Yep. What's going on, Garrett? All right, let's start with the Powerball fiasco. So this was the announcement they made around 11 p.m. last night as everyone's waiting to find out if they became a billionaire. Because of a technical problem tonight, we are unable to bring you the Powerball drawing at this time. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Has that gosh. been fixed yet? Not yet, no. Okay. Many conspiracies out there right now, though. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Yep, exactly. Mm. Um, Let's go to The Tonight Show from last night. So Weird Al was on with Jimmy, and they broke out the toy instruments along with the roots, and they did some of uh, Weird Al's parodies. Rocky Road. There okay, you go. There you go. All right. So we all know the corn kid, how much he loved corn. Now listen to this lady watching popcorn videos on YouTube. Like popcorn porn? Yeah, popcorn oh. porn. Where's my popcorn? Ooh, popcorn! Popcorn! I see the whole thing. That's the thing. Have you, ever, have you remember Jiffy Pop? Do they still make oh, that? Oh, yeah. You can get it, yeah. Do you, have you ever seen Jiffy, Jiffy That's Pop? That's the one on the stove? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. It starts slowly. Like, and then all of a sudden, and it, it, it explodes. It's so fun. I could giggle over that. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's 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 go to Iowa, where uh, we have a new world record holder for the most claps in a minute. Uh, over 1,100 claps in one minute. This is the end of him breaking the record. Oh my God, it's clapping. Are we sure he's clapping? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> 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 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> we tried. Absolutely there perfect. you go. I don't know. It sounded like it could be many things, Froggy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we got to talk back from a listener. Uh, Elvis, she was very concerned when she saw a new preview for a Mel Gibson movie uh, where Mel Gibson plays a radio DJ named Elvis. And this is her talk. What? Yeah, it's a new movie. Elvis, I wanted to give you the heads up that there's a new Mel Gibson movie out called On the Line, where he plays a radio DJ named Elvis. So call your lawyer, get you some money. Yeah. Love you guys. Okay, well, I can't call my lawyer because there's another Elvis before me. (laughs) Well, I I, I got the preview of the movie, and this is just a little 20 seconds of On the Line with Mel Gibson, the radio DJ. Playing Elvis, the radio DJ. Are you ready? I'm always ready. We're expecting your calls. Talk to Elvis live on air and tell him about all of your issues and problems. If it isn't the greatest radio host, you're better than that, Gary. Tell me calmly. Where exactly are you? I'm at your house. Okay, so Elvis is on the air and a guy named Gary calls him from his house about to kill his family. What? Oh, so oh not really gosh. in life. So not, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> Which sounds like Garrett. Yeah, I know. Garrett. Wow. Garrett. All right, there you go. I'm so, I know, but of all actors. Oh, I know, he's the worst. And why did they have to pick the name Elvis? There's a million other, why couldn't they pick Ryan Seacrest? I know. <laughs> <laughs> a specific DJ. Right? What the hell? All right, Garrett, you're, right. you're a good American. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, Danielle. Yes. What do you have coming up? Uh, Oh, something really cool that I learned uh, about Disney and Ryan Seacrest sold his Beverly Hills estate for a lot of money. All right. Join the conversation by texting 55100. Standard data and messaging rates may apply. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. All right. Hello, Fresh. You know, they're doing really, really cool stuff this year. They didn't do last year with the Hello, Fresh. May I fill you in? Hello Fresh, with the holidays around the corner, they have delicious recipes and ingredients that are fine-tuned for the holidays. We know they do that. But also, they have Oh, the copy changed. <laughs> oh, they make the holidays tastier than ever. <laughs> they have seasonal recipes. And you can actually prepare for parties. And for uh, other meals in your house, other than the dinners that HelloFresh is so famous for, <laughs> that are very seasonally chosen. Help me out, somebody. And yesterday, well, I had their... Who the uh, coffee? This coffee is the same coffee. They have the most amazing garlic bread, I swear to gosh, I have ever had in my life. It is so good. They sent me two loaves, and I need more. Thank so, God. Yeah. Thank so God. Because when you see me struggling, <laughs> you can always bring up the garlic bread. There Tomato soup. They're the best tomato, <laughs> the soup. tomato soup. soup in general. Isn't that a seasonal food? That <laughs> yeah, it really is. To get to? If you think about it. Hello, Fresh. They do all the shopping for you, mm. and they don't, they don't give you too much produce. There's no leftovers, really, unless you don't eat everything. There's no waste. I love Hello Fresh so much so that I want to get that coffee back from yesterday yeah. and give them a freebie tomorrow. <laughs> 65% off plus free shipping if you go to HelloFresh.com slash Elvis. That's a lot. 65% off plus free shipping. It's HelloFresh.com slash Elvis. Do you have any friends who no. have... <laughs> okay, never mind. <laughs> do you have any friends? Do you know anyone? Are you familiar with or do you do business with someone whose last name is very close to being a curse word? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, I do know, I know, I know two lip shits. Oh. And okay. they're not, and they don't even think they're related. Okay. Wow. From a long line of lip shits. 
And then yesterday, I was uh, going back and forth with someone online. Her last name was, I think, Biatch. Well, it's Beach, maybe. It's B-E-I-T-C-H. Oh, yeah. I don't know. And it it was all over email, so I didn't stop down to ask, how do you pronounce that? Is it B? Is it Biatch? What's that scary? I know someone with the last name Slutsky. Slutsky. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Right. Well, I mean, Cox is always interesting, you know. Mm-hmm. Always. Always. And then I had, I know it's not a curse word, but I grew up with someone, his last name was Wiener. And on the first day of school, every teacher would try to go with Weiner. And he would say, nope, it's Wiener. It's Wiener. Yep. <laughs> Just call a Wiener a Wiener. Yep. See, the problem is, is though, if it's a kid like yelling that out in class, you're thinking he's kidding around. Like, no, it's not. It's Dead Wiener. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, anyway, so... If your last name is spelled B-E-I-T-C-H, my apologies. I would like to know how, is it Beach, maybe? Does that sound, could it be Beach? I, you know what? I don't know. I think it depends on the family. A lot of families pronounce it differently too, right? You're a mm-hmm. linguist. I, I wouldn't call myself a linguist, but I think it really depends on the family. Okay. I think a lot of families have. The, pronunci- Mitch, the Mitch family. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know uh, what they used to, I had a friend name and his last name was Lipschitz. Lipschitz? Okay, okay. Well, so... That's fine. No, what, we, had to, we had to dump what you just said. I think so, it's fine. <laughs> I'll say it again. Hold no, on. no, that's not... So he, Dan, by the way, he actually changed his name, my my friend, because he uh, didn't like his last name. Why not? <laughs> okay, anyway. What Daniel just said, we had to block it. Yeah. I didn't think that was so bad. It, well, it wasn't until I thought about it. Yeah. yeah. If you get a visual of what's going on... It's all the context. Anyway, let's go, oh. talk, let's go change... Jen, let's go change... Whatever. Hi, Janine. Hi. Oh, did you see that Mel Gibson movie where he plays a radio guy named Elvis? Yes, I just watched it last night. Is it any good? It was absolutely awful. Yeah, you can just kind of tell by listening to the whole thing. He was trying to do a radio voice. (laughs) Top 10 worst movies I've ever seen. Wow. Hey, at least it made it made a list of some sort. Not a good list, but a bad list. All right, so in this movie, he plays a radio guy, then he's doing his show, and some guy named Gary calls him from his house saying he's about to murder his family. Is this true? Yes, that's true. The radio I mean, sta- I don't want to spoil really? the end of the movie, but it's it's pretty awful. The whole plot of the movie is, is it's way worse than you think it is even. I think we should go ahead and spoil it. <laughs> Yeah, it's a Mel no, no. Gibson movie. No, no, Ruin don't, it. Don't do it. He already did. <laughs> exactly. The, they also say that the radio station he works on is 100.3, which what is the? Z100 here where I work is 100.3. Wow. And, and Rotten Tomatoes gives it 13%. Oh, God. Which I don't know if oh, you know, God. Jenny. That's yeah. not good at all. So you're warning us against any movie with some guy named Elvis in it. Stop it. I, I would not watch it. It would be a, definitely two hours wasted of your life. Thank you. Have you have you seen any movies uh, of late that you really enjoyed? Um. Ooh. I don't know. That's a tough one. Tell you what, I'm waiting for the Fablemans that that autobiographical story about um, uh, Steve Spiel- Spielberg. Yep. Yeah. Oh yeah. He actually cried when he watched it. Really? Because that's his fa- that's his life on film. Anyway, thank you for the warning, Janine. Uh, what's the name of the movie with? On the line. It's called On the Line. Ugh. On the Line, yes. Do not watch it. Don't waste your time. Well, All right. Done. Thank you. Thank you so much. No the problem. Fablemans come out November 23rd. I can't wait. That's soon. Yeah, Thanksgiving weekend. Mm-hmm. On the plane over the weekend, I watched Bullet Train. That was actually really good. I loved it. Brad Pitt. 
Bullet Train? Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. That What year was that? This year. It was? Yeah. You're thinking of, uh, so there was some other train movie. Fast Train movie. Oh, okay. I just got a text. My last name is Poon. Oh. Okay. Right. Could be. <laughs> I knew someone whose last name was Gaywood. Could be. Mm-hmm. I'm, look, you know, you could be from anywhere in this world and have a name, and it's yeah. it's your name. Celebrate it. What, Froggy? I went to school with a, a kid. His last name was Roach. His mother's maiden name, her, her name was Joyce Acock. She married a guy with the last name Roach. Her name was Joyce Acock Roach. There you go. How weird is that? <laughs> we should add the letters R-E. Rejoice, a cockroach. <laughs> anyway, enough of that. Uh, enough of this tomfoolery. <laughs> well, that's like an old. That's like a Nate word. It yeah. is tomfoolery. I was. I was going to say this is a bunch of tomfoolery. A lot of shenanigans. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, uh, I'm calling a staff lunch today. If anyone wants to go. Yay! Oh, what time? I don't. Just hurry up. Yeah. Fly in right now. Come on, let's go. Text us at fifty-five one hundred. So he said. Get out of my life. I don't F with fake people. And then I got a peace sign and a middle finger. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Standard data and messaging rates may apply. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. If you are crazy like us and love to play fun games, get your friends and family together and play our new favorite card game, Mantis. The Mantis game is at Target right now. Look for Mantis in the pink box with the colorful Mantis shrimp. I promise you're going to love it. Best freaking night of my life and we're
morning show. Did you notice I kicked off that song here on Z100 in New York and I listened to the whole thing in my headphones? Oh. Good by uh, David Guetta? David yep. Guetta. And of course, BB Rexa. Yeah. What a, sounds so good in the headphones. Yes. Didn't want to take them off. And the thing is, with what we do here, we don't really use earbuds. We use big headphones that cover your ears. The, the Really the best audio quality you can get, right? Yep. Um, I loved it. I think I'm going to listen to the rest of the songs in the headphones and not talk to anyone else. <laughs> How dare you? Your BB Rex is doing the halftime show at the Detroit Lions game on oh, Thanksgiving. Good for them. We love Good for them to have her. I, I do Rex. love her. That's I the do. only reason to watch that game, because the Lions are going to lose. <laughs> Look at you. That's not nice. Well, well, I'm a Lions... beat the Packers this week. Yeah, they're what, two and whatever now? It's, hey, they're whatever. Awful. They beat the Packers. That's good. Oh, my gosh. This room smells like stinky boys talking about sports. Ew, mess up. Ew. Icky, icky. Hey, um, producer Sam, why are you wearing the world's thickest winter coat and burning your fingernails with a lighter? Let's try to get some warmth in here. How are you people not freezing? It's not freezing in here. So I am so cold. Okay, you're allowed that. Are you getting sick? If you are, please leave the premises. I'm not. And if I would, I'd lick your mouth. <laughs> wow. wow, what an offer. I think you should go ahead and proceed. <laughs> Froggy, how much would you pay to see Sam lick Danielle's mouth? Uh, we're going to start the bidding at $1,000. Okay. Wow. There's nothing sexual about me, so that would just be a comedy act. Very hey, do you guys ever check out Reddit questions? I yes. Oh, yeah, they're funny. Let me ask you a few. Number one. I think I would ask this to Gandhi and Danielle and Sam okay. to see okay. how you'd respond to this question if you were a guy. Mm-hmm. What's the best way to respond to someone calling your penis small? Oh, oh, I know. Wait, I'm responding as if I'm a guy? Yes. I can say this? Well, but I don't know. <laughs> you have to... Maybe my penis isn't small. Maybe your vagina is huge. Okay, thank oh. you. Oh, I have one. That's good. What? I guess it's just not that attracted to you. Oh, that's oh. good too. That's good. That that's good. I would I would say something like that. It's it's not him. It's you, Nate. How do you answer that question? <laughs> I'm not. <here>. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Uh, okay, this is a great question, and I want you to maybe you put serious thought about it uh, behind it. I look look with the lottery with the odds at two hundred and ninety five million to one. I think whatever. You're most likely not going to win that money. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> but. If you were financially secure for the rest of your life and you never had to work another day, what would you be doing with your time? Oh, gosh. The same thing you're doing now or something instead? Are we answering these now? Well, that's okay. part of the process. I would definitely travel. <laughs> yep. I would want to keep doing what I'm doing now. I enjoy it. I think that it is fulfilling to me and I like that it makes other people happy. And then I would want to be like a secret Santa person, just going around making people's days. Right. Yeah. Like you're in line to buy, I don't know, furniture or something. It's on me today. Mm -hmm. I would love to do that. Wow. And by the way, I'm not saying that you would specifically be a billionaire from a lottery. I'm I'm just saying if you just had enough to live a great life. You can still buy furniture yeah. uh, for total <laughs> strangers. Yes, Danielle. I'm getting a really cute cottage in the countryside in England, and I'm living there at least half the year. Uh, and then I'm going to definitely donate to a lot of my favorite charities and make sure that they're always taken care of. Then I want to open up a shoe store just for my friends to shop in. Like, Ooh. if they need a new pair of shoes, oh, come on over. Would just you charge them? In. Nope. 
Not a penny because I have so much money, it doesn't matter. So I would take care of them. Okay. Uh, I got lists. I'm going to open up my own do business. You do have a list. Oh my gosh, my own business, my own shoe line, my own. Oh my gosh, I want to open up a little boutique. Okay. Oh, keep going. I'm so excited. Oh my God. When are we winning? See, in, <laughs> see, in contrast to you, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I think I would continue to do this. I love that. Mm. Good. Maybe. Yes, uh, producer Sam. Uh, two things. One, I would add music and language to like, I'd have lessons every day. I'd have one-on-one for that because I really want to speak a bunch of languages and play all the instruments. And then I'd hire the cast of The Office to come to my next birthday party. Okay. Yeah, oh, that's, that's good. good. That's a good one. Can, can I come real. to the party? Yeah, mm-hmm. I want to Absolutely. Oh, please come. Thinking real deal. <laughs> yes, Gary, what? I think in addition to all the usual traveling and whatever, I would still be working here, but with this wrinkle, I wouldn't take any crap. See, I, I, would, oh. I, would, I, would, I would throw my weight around a little bit more, you know? Oh, that would be your last day here. Because <laughs> I don't care how rich you are. I wouldn't take any crap. I would, I would fire your ass. Yeah. <laughs> that doesn't have to work. I would throw my weight around. I would throw my weight around. <laughs> I'm not taking any crap from you, Duran. I'd be a little more ballsy, you know? Okay, well, guess what? Your riches do not guarantee your employment. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel, I feel kind of lost. I don't know what I would do. Hmm. I tell you what, uh, to have a few you know months off, I, th- I would travel, but I would miss coming in here. I yeah, believe. maybe you could come here on like a like a not full time basis, like yeah, two days a week. <laughs> we could do our show like Beyonce does albums. We don't tell anyone when it's coming. It just happens, right. and then yeah, you're excited. Exactly. Remember, this was a Barbara week. Walters did this with the View. <laughs> They would they would prop her skeleton up in that chair like like once every two months and then she'd leave. There you go. Yeah. All right. So many questions. That's a good uh, idea. What stole your joy? Oh God, I don't yes. want to answer that. Stole my joy. I, might, I feel like I have it. I feel like I have mine too. Yeah, yeah. me too. Um, what is a dish best served cold? Revenge. <laughs> Pizza. Absolutely revenge. What were you right about all along? What will I write about? Oh, how to, how to pronounce Brian Littrell's name. <laughs> there you go. From the Backstreet Boys. This is true. You yes, people Danielle. are all wrong. Thank you. <laughs> hey, you know what? Okay. Any Reddit <laughs> questions, things to chew on. Yesterday, I, fun. I laid down with the boys, the schnauzers, and I wanted to take a little nap. And I was like tossing and turning and thinking, you know what I turned on TV that made me sleep like a baby? I was out within 60 seconds. Election coverage? No. Oh. What? Friends. Oh, I'm so uh, easy. Yeah. <laughs> See, I can't sleep because I just become outraged. I'm like, people thought this was funny. <laughs> what? Funny. Yes, we still do. Ugh, what is funny about it? There's so like good. physical comedy. I mean, Friends it, was just, I, I don't know. <laughs> I never fell into something. the I never fell into the Friends trench. It was awesome. Yeah. Do you know what I learned today? <laughs> what? So I was looking at uh, one of the reels, and do you know what happened December 29th, 1974, in room 1601 of the Polynesian Hotel in Walt Disney World? No, what? John John Lennon signed the papers getting rid of the Fab Four, the Beatles. They broke up on that day. At Disney World? At Disney. He was on vacation. The happiest place in the world. He was on vacation. They had previously talked about it years ago, but that's when it actually, the paperwork was signed and sealed, and they were done. And he was on vacation with his family. Yoko. With his kid. <laughs> going to dissolve the Beatles. <laughs> then we're going to the happiest place on earth. <laughs> Space Mountain. That's wild. Isn't that crazy? There's a there's this really cool reels that talks about a lot of 
things that happen in Disney World and stuff that you would never know about. Stuff you know, with Nixon and everything. Mo Rock could do a obituary. He totally could. Famous bands that ended at Disney World. <laughs> we got some talk back. By the way, if you're listening to us on the iHeartRadio app and you see that little microphone, you can push it and talk to us. We're talking about friends or people you know or work with that have names that could be really close to curse words. Mm-hmm. I worked with a high school teacher and his last name was Puckett with a P, like Paul. But, you know, kids had fun with that. Of course. I worked with a girl who got married and her married name was changed to Lapinas. I had to page her one day and couldn't do it. <laughs> Bummer. Carly Lapinas to the front. <laughs> Thank you. Feel free to talk back to us. I love that feature. Let's go around the room. We'll start with you, Danielle. What's on your mind today? I feel like I just told you my around the room, but I'll give you a different one. Hold on. Let me see what I want to talk about. Go to someone else. Come back. Okay. Gandhi, what's going on? (laughs) All right. I want to apologize to Scary for getting irate at him yesterday. He was supposed to give me a ride home. We talked about it. He came into the other room. He's like, all right, I'm going to go get Sam. I was sitting there swinging my feet, just waiting on him. Then I get a call from Sam about 10 minutes later. Hey, we're in the Holland Tunnel. Were you going to come with us? I was like, what? I was so mad. And then I took a step back and said, you know what? I can't really be mad that Scary abandoned me and completely left me. He takes me home and he never needs to give me a ride ever. So I tried to walk it back in my head. So I'm sorry for getting mad at you in my brain yesterday, Scary. I love you and I appreciate it. You could have gone without saying a word. (laughs) But you need to know that at at one moment she was very, very pissed off at you. I I thought bad thoughts. What's up, Froggy? (laughs) Are you one of those people where if you do a lot of stuff around the house or whatever, you have to let everybody know? Yes. Take credit for it. Yesterday. I got got quite a few things done yesterday, but I had to make sure I went down the laundry list of all the stuff that I did yesterday and let everybody here in the house know that I did not spend the day being a lazy bum. I got my stuff done. So I don't feel so bad now that everybody else does that too. Good things. (laughs) Wasn't it P.T. Barnum that said something like, can I paraphrase, uh, make, do something big and then tell everyone you did it. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. I'll look that up. Okay. You did. did You're you're the P.T. Barnum of Jacksonville. Hey, uh, Producer Sam, what's up? So many people love fall. It's their favorite season. I feel like I have to defend why I think fall kind of sucks. Yesterday was 80-something degrees. I was walking with a t-shirt. It was beautiful. Today, I had to go out of my house, go back up and get a coat that makes me look like Teddy Ruxpin because it was 40-something degrees. I just need some consistency or some slow and steady in my life. No, that's the best part of fall. Fall is way too abrupt. I don't want a temperature surprise. Just keep me comfortable. (laughs) Keep you on your toes. I don't like it. I want to be off my feet. (laughs) Get pregnant. Sam. Oh, wow. Uh, Danielle, should we do part two with you? Yes, yes. So I make banana bread all the time. If there's bananas getting brown in the house, the kids won't eat them. So I make banana bread. Well, recently I've been adding dark chocolate Ghirardelli to my banana bread. So I melt the wafers in the microwave and then I add it at the end. Let me tell you something. It is amazing. So if you make banana bread, but you're getting a little bored with it, add the dark chocolate. It makes a difference. It's so good. Maybe you should bring some of that uh, in. Well, maybe I should. <laughs> well, we'll see if you're a good girl. I had some fantastic <laughs> banana bread the other day. Did you? My friend Selena. I've never had it this good. Oh, Ever. Ever. So good. Hey, it's scary. What's up? Well, I can't part with these thank you notes that I've received from these interns over the years, cleaning out stuff because we're moving studios. But this is why I will not throw them away. Listen to this one. I really appreciate the time we've had together, Scary. I'm so sad to be leaving, but I'm optimistic about the future. Hopefully, we'll be able to work together again soon. Love, intern, Deanna Moore. Oh, oh Deanna! And, and here she is with a camera in our face right now. Exactly. I love that. I love that. I can't throw these out. I'm gonna, they're coming with me to the new studios. 
You do that, Scary. Thank you. Hoard all you want. <laughs> hey, Straight Nate, what's up? Uh, I just wanted to send a quick thank you to a couple people. We did the Y100 Wedding of Your Dreams over the weekend. Thank you to David Lowen Associates. They underwrote the whole thing. And then also the incredible Fountain Blue, where we were over the weekend. They were such great hosts and always take such good care of us. So thank Excellent. you to them. And they're still married, which is great. Yeah. 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 Only this, been a couple days. This is good news. Elvis Duran in the Morning Show. St. Bonaventure Mission works to provide Navajo families with many of the things people never think about. Whether it's fresh water, clothing, or many other necessities, St. Bonaventure Mission provides support to the Eastern Navajo Reservation. The mission is often the last and best hope in their struggle to survive among poverty and hardships. So please go to this website and make your donation to St. Bonaventure. It's stbonaventuremission.org. Your donation will go a long way in providing much-needed everyday items people may take for granted. St. Bonaventure AdventureMission.org. Time is running out to save on your Disney summer vacation. It's Danielle, and if you want to score adult tickets at child prices, you need UndercoverTourist.com. They're an authorized seller of Disney tickets to both Walt Disney World and Disneyland. These are the real deal. They link to the official Disney app so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. I am so excited for you to save at UndercoverTourist.com. They have a best price guarantee. The magic awaits at UndercoverTourist.com. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. So learn more at Duracell.com slash PowerSafely. Available in 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com.